Welcome. This is the Lone Star Actual Play Podcast. I'm Vox. There's trouble in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. A violent assault threatens the state capitol, and we follow a handful of Lone Star officers as they respond to the scene. Are they up to the task? Things will get messy. Okay, so it's a... Sunny, warm, slightly windy October day, October 25th, 2074, and you guys are going about your business as regular, not part of a task force yet, police officers. So, let's go with uh, each of the partners here. We'll start with Max. Uh, Your partner has uh, called off, or he's off investigating something on his own. Some, I'm getting really done. sick of all the other folks around here making uh, comments about how I should check under the vending machines for him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Maxwell, what are you up to while you're left to your own devices? I'm probably going to be catching up on uh, old paperwork. Uh, it is the scourge of the job, after all. Uh, without a, uh, a partner watching my back, I'm probably not going to be heading out onto the streets. All right, so you're in the Lone Star HQ building doing your paperwork. And the Lone Star HQ building is, I don't know if any of you have the map up, but it is uh, just north of the uh, of Highway 30, Interstate Highway 30, just outside of the, the ring on uh, Baylor Street. Next up, we'll go with Nina and, who's your partner, Nina? It was Dan, Dan. right? Uh, Dan, you muted yourself. We'll come back to them then. All right, so Tony and Billy, how are you spending your Thursday? It's late morning. I am Tony's chauffeur, basically, because Tony's the boss, and I drive. That's what I do. All right. Yep. And you've got a, uh, a rigor-modified version of the um, the Chrysler Nissan Journey, since you have a uh, uh, vehicle control rig. Yes. So we're uh, visiting all of the elementary schools and explaining how Lone Star uh, helps support the community and all the cool programs that the kids should uh, pay attention to and why they should not skip school. All right. You know, because after all of those social events with the mayor and the city councilors and all of that, um, and some some of the accusations that occurred there, none of them are true whatsoever. Uh, They decided it was safer to send me out. Mostly I stand there and introduce holodrama that the kids get to watch. Alright, so yep, you're a, you're a ways northeast of the center of Dallas at William, William Lipscomb Elementary School. And yes, I'm wantonly pulling these locations right out of real life on the map here, so. Which uh, map are you using? Just the Google uh, map for Dallas. Okay, yeah, it's the same one I'm on, so start putting the little pinpoints down or little balloons, whatever. You know, I mark that, that map up, dog. Oh, yeah, neither do I. I think you can just mark up a Google map. It'd be handy if you could. You can. You need to share the map somehow. I'm unclear on the uh, the technical aspects of it. Where did you say uh, Lone Star's headquarters was? 
He said just off Highway 30 outside the ring. Yep. And what what is the ring? Oh, uh, there's like a section of Dallas, kind of Dallas proper, where there's uh, you see where the the basically surrounded by freeways. It's like a big sort of vaguely strange. I don't know, not okay. really ring shaped, I guess, but. <laughs> I think I like 366, 75, 30, and uh, 35 East, I guess that is. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So, but it's Lone, on, Star's. Uh, Lone Star Building is on Baylor Street, B-A-Y-L-O-R, just north of Highway 67, also near State 30, east of the main sort of inner city ring of, of Dallas. So there's like a fairly short street called Baylor Street. The cross street of Dawson Street. I see it, and that's where it's at. And by office, you know the um, the Lone Star Building itself. It's a it's a multi-story office building, so there's plenty of corporate work that goes on there. But there's also a, a fairly large garage. There's underground facilities with firing ranges, ranges, and uh, various training facilities. There's the armories are there. It's uh, essentially it's a really really well armed and well equipped uh, big old office building with a big old garage full of you know um, vehicles and things for keeping the peace. There's a well equipped helipad type thing on the top where there's usually at least a couple of a uh, couple of uh, T birds parked, and there's helicopters that come and go as well. So think of this as a as an office building slash central security hub. And this well, is precinct. Yeah, it's well. There are there are precinct buildings as well that are stationed throughout the city. But this is this is essentially the uh, one of the largest corporate uh, headquarters centers of Lone Star um, in the UCAS. With Dallas being Dallas Fort Worth being the capital of uh, Texas, and Texas being one of the more larger and influential states within the CIS. All right, so getting back to Nina and Dan, what are uh, Taylor and Garrett getting up to? I don't know, I'm thinking lunch. Sounds good. Make it easy. I mean, there's got to be a soy dog slash donut stand somewhere. Okay, what what, what part of town? Mm, I don't know, probably southeast part of town. I don't have the map quite in front of me, so I'm just throwing it out there. All right, so like southeast Dallas proper? Yeah, why not? All right, there's a railroad tracks going through around there. Uh, actually, pretty close to the Dallas Convention Center. There's, so there's uh, lots. Of- yeah, so there's plenty of options. <laughs> the uh, Dallas Convention Center. There's a big old uh, film convention going on there. Well, not film per se, but they still call it film for some reason. Like we still use the term tapes nowadays for recorded media sometimes. And uh, most people nowadays who have, are old enough to drink alcohol have never remembered using a tape before. Old, feeling really old. Yeah, congratulations! You just made us all feel old. Thank you. Great. <laughs> I'm just gonna go check myself for the retirement home now. Thank you. <laughs> okay, right, I think that's so. a link to a shared map that we can all mark up. And I put a marker in where I think you said that the uh, Lone Star headquarters is. So feel free to move that around or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, now I remember this. Mm. How do we Wait, actually add things? Uh, under the search bar, there's a, there are a couple of boxes. One of them is the little pointer icon. Assuming you're seeing what I'm seeing. Ooh, satellite view. There an edit button appears, and then when you click on that, you start getting the tools. So it's about yeah, about 11:30. Nina and Dan are getting a hot dog at a stand outside the Dallas Convention Center. 
there's lots of people walking around to and fro. There's, uh, there's some sort of convention uh, getting going, getting started. There's lots of uh, really unusually dressed and very attractive people walking about. Never understand these flipping role players. What the hell is that? Walking around in these damn costumes. They're just a bunch of freaks. <laughs> Not much different than the freaks that are normally out and about, though. Yeah. At least I got, uh, but at least I can at least come up with a uh, reason to shoot them. These people, it's too much paperwork. <laughs> oh, come on. There's some eye candy there. I mean, look at that one. Um, that's a guy. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And say I candy for you. Oh. <laughs> and uh, Tony, you and Billy are in the uh, elementary school gym. F- sort of finish your initial presentation, and uh, kids have started raising their hands and asking questions. Of course, comes the inevitable question: How many people have you shot? I don't think you can count that high, kid. Yet. I'll say Whoa. none today. <laughs> There's some nervous laughter in the hall. <laughs> Is that a real gun? No, this is a taser, son. Would you like me to show you how it works? Can you show it? Can you show it? Can you do it to Bill? I need a volunteer. You, you asked me if I shot anybody today. Yeah, you with the questions. Step up here. <laughs> the kid comes walking out a little bit nervously. I'm so this seeing is, a lawsuit here. I love it. <laughs> this is completely safe, non-lethal method. Go ahead, Billy. Demonstrate. I'll zap the kid. <laughs> all right, so all right. I'll put my phaser on the uh, lowest setting. <laughs> so Billy has shot the kid here. Does anybody else want to shoot this kid? Come on up. It gets flopping around on the floor. <laughs> hey, Billy, you're going to have to recharge that soon. Yes, sir. Any more questions? Oh, the place is pretty quiet now. They've, uh, the school nurses come up with a couple people, and they're uh, trying to... Uh, they're trying to uh, uh, calm Billy down, and <laughs> he's still twitching a bunch. Oh, he'll be okay. Just give him a few minutes. Uh, set it really, really low. And in case any of you are interested, yes, I have been shot with it, actually by Billy here. It's part of our daily routine. So remember, that's how tough we are. <laughs> yes, it is part of the routine. If anybody says donut, we get to zap each other. But you want to be the first one to be the I zapper, shoot, not the zappy. Because if you get zapped first, it's hard to get your uh, <laughs> hard to get your zapper out to zap the other guy. I just stick Billy with a taser. You said the <laughs> word. <laughs> I I actually get him on his armor so he really doesn't get zapped. He can pretend to be zapped, and then I stop. All right. Yeah. At about that time, you're um. Uh... Comlinks are uh, showing an alert that uh, um, all available officers are, are to report to uh, City Hall, Dallas. Uh, the address is provided. It's, uh, it's some sort of a code that um, describes, um, well, ongoing actual violence. Code 3, code 3, all officers respond. And uh, yeah, Maxwell, you're sitting at your desk, and yeah, you, you get that pop-up in your comlink. And, uh, and uh, Nina and... Dan, you are chowing down and watching these strange people go by, and you get the same signal as well. Yeah, I may never get to finish lunch. <laughs> Why, it's portable. Don't worry, members of the community and public. You're perfectly safe. The violence is not happening here. Excuse us. Bye. <laughs> and so you realize, oh, wait, they probably didn't get that comlink message. 
It'll be on the news some point. <laughs> yeah. A few of the teachers sigh in relief. I'm <laughs> <laughs> my paperwork into the desk and uh, head out to my car. Alright, yep, there's uh, plenty of uh, people moving rather quickly now. Uh, hey, Billy, here's your chance for their cars. to really lay it out. We were, you know, we're five minutes away. It's uh, City Hall is on South Eckerd Street, but I know these shortcuts will be there in three minutes. All right, so, yep, you, um, Billy, and that's uh, Tony, uh, you are the farthest away, but also have the fastest driver. And closest would be um, actually Nina and Dan. You guys are actually pretty darn close. Uh, you could actually hear, uh, give me a perception check, actually. Okay. There's a chance you can hear something going on. Well, let's see. Your buds don't fail me now. Flipping through screens here to try to find my stats. Four hits. All right, you're definitely hearing some weapons fire. Sounds like... Uh, Four hits as well. Yeah, you guys are both hearing uh, weapons fire. It sounds like actually fairly heavy caliber uh, heavy, heavy caliber gunfire, uh, full auto. That's backed up by staccato shorter bursts of what sounds like assault rifles and submachine guns. Any idea that, how that's many? That's definitely not normal. Um, there's at least one big gun, and then a, n a number of others. It's hard to say, but uh, you, you you're not used to hearing that kind of level of fire in downtown, sort of downtown Dallas proper. Call it in. And I said City Hall. Right uh, sorry, that that would have been like the uh, the Capitol building. It's not called City Hall anymore. It's state Capitol. Okay. Okay. Close enough. Okay, Nina, who's got the higher drive skill? You. I do. <laughs> I don't care what it is, guys. <laughs> All right, works for me. All right, so you guys hop in the uh, the journey and. Uh, uh, before we do, I'm going into the trunk and I'm pulling out the big gun because, well, it's gonna get hairy. Yeah. Okay, and right. jump in the car, hit the com, hit the lights, hit the siren, activate com link unit four seven central. We've got multiple weapons fire location, uh, in route, ping for GPS, uh, calling for backup, calling for immediate backup. Well advised, went on scene. So you pull it on Griffin Street, which is a pretty wide boulevard, and start heading down with your lights on. People are pulling over in front of you. Uh, some people aren't so much, you have to weave around them. Go ahead and give me a drive test. Okay. And uh, maneuver yeah. those guys. No, 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 that's <laughs> when you want to get them to stop, not out, not out of the way. <laughs> and uh, Maxwell, you guys, it's easy for you to kind of pull out and hop on the highway. And head across, uh, planning on taking the exit down a little bit farther. For a few seconds, I'm putting it on autopilot so I can summon a spirit. All right, do your spirit summoning. Um, what's the uh, force of the spirit? Uh, force six, spirit man. Okay, Cliff, for uh, let you know, I got five hits. All right, yeah, that's better than the handling of your vehicle. So uh, you're having no problem weaving in and out of traffic, and uh, you, you're making it there with uh, pretty good speed. Uh, Carlton, your spirit got two hits against you, so a drain of four. And then uh, make an autopilot test, or a test for the pilot, uh, which is one, never mind. It's driving just slowly and safely. <laughs> so uh, when, once you start speeding up, go ahead and make a driving test for yourself. Okay, I got uh, seven hits on summoning it, and I gotta do the drain. Alright, so that's limited to six of four net hits. Uh, make it five because of a quality I've got. Okay. And the uh, familiar spirit appears in astral space in the seat next to you. He, uh, he's uh, currently unpeeling a uh, candy bar wrapper. <laughs> I forget, did we name him? I don't remember. 
I'll look it up in the write-up and make my driving test. All right, and then uh, you guys who are the farthest away, that would be Billy and Tony. Uh, Billy, I'm assuming, is driving? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm jacked in. I'm rolling. Make, make your uh, drive test. I figured you to do that, and I pre-rolled it, and I got six hits. Woo-hoo! All right, so, yeah, you are speeding down. Uh, you eventually get to, like, Live Oak Street, and you uh, have the lights running. You're speeding down almost as if you're driving on the freeway, weaving in and out of traffic. And uh, before people realize that there's that you're coming, it's time to avoid you. You're already past them, and you're making a real good time. I can make my colleague put some Bob Seger on. Nice. <laughs> okay, so I'll get these names eventually. Um, Nina and Dan, you are the first to arrive amongst your group. There are several, looks like a, a, about... Five different cop cars that are parked in front of the Capitol building. Two are actually in flames and burning. Hmm. Um, there are you see at least a, at least three officers down. A number of others taking cover behind their cars. It doesn't look like any of the SWAT or other high threat response have rolled up yet. Quick perception test. Uh, aside from what, does it, do I see any sign of like someone running out, or do I see any flash, uh, weapons flashes or anything like that? Something that would indicate which way the unknown suspects are moving or their relative position. Yeah, give me a uh, perception test. Okay. Uh, both of you can make a test. I got three. Okay, yeah, it looks like you can see uh, a number of, like, treads where some sort of, like, heavy vehicle's been deriving through the lawn area, ripping up the, uh, ripping up the, um, the sod. Okay, but don't see any immediate threats in the area, like, from windows or anything like that? Now you see, uh, there there are there are a couple people that are taking cover, kind of up in the entrance of the Capitol building. There's some pillars and some good cover. Uh, looks like uh, there is a guy, probably human, with an assault rifle, and another guy near him, bit bit bulkier, maybe an orc. Looks like he's got a bigger gun. Ah, so they're basically trying to uh, take a firing positions among the columns. Yep. Okay. Image link to central feed, sending him a direct feed. And you can see, essentially, there's a number of police who are taking shots, uh, mainly with their thunderbolts. There's a couple of have their shotguns out, and are just kind of taking cover and looking. Uh, it looks like they're trying to take, take shots, squeeze shots off, and keep them pinned down until uh, more backup can arrive. All right. So, hey, Go ahead. You know, I'm thinking you might need to uh, find a quick shady spot if you catch my meaning. Yep. There's the Eric Johnson Center Library across uh, Young Street. You might be able uh, to find a vantage point there. I wouldn't go that right. far. I'd say just find a. Uh, I was. I, I just, had my. I got my grapple gun out. I was going to try to find a, you know, a perch. If there's something, not too ridiculously high nearby. There's a liberal arts school across the street. Pegasus School of Liberal Arts and Sciences. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that got bought up with somebody, but <laughs> the location <laughs> yeah. works. Yeah, but it's directly across the street, multi-story. Yep. Right across Ackard Street. They need a quick uh, plan of action. Uh, my big gun's uh, Optimum 2. How about I lay down some suppressive fire, try to keep their heads down so at least they're not shooting back, and uh, you can maybe try to get in position so if they poke their head out, you can do your thing. Sounds lovely. All right. All right. And, uh, yep, you also recognize the, the cops who are here are uh, part of the uh, local downtown precinct. They, um, they're typically where the wealthier and more well-connected uh, people go for the cushy police jobs. Oh, we got paper pushers. Nice. <laughs> They're soft, is what you're telling us. Generally, yeah. There's a few people who get assigned there who are sort of um, essentially have paid their dues. 
but a lot of people are just, uh, you know, corporate sycophants. Got it. Yeah, it looks like they're kind of wild-eyed, <laughs> squeezing off rounds almost randomly in the direction of the uh, the assailants. Is there anybody here who looks like he might be, quote-unquote, in charge? Like, they say, anybody with, like, lieutenant sergeant stripes or lieutenant bars or something like that? Uh, yeah, uh, looks like that's one of the people who are down on the ground in a pool of blood. Yay! All right, does... Uh, did the officers who are on scene at least look like they had enough, good enough sense to try to find some decent cover, a.k.a. they're hiding behind the engine blocks of their uh, cruisers rather than just the doors or something stupid like that? Uh, most of them. Good. I'm going to come up behind one of the bigger groups so I get an angle on that, and I'm just going to look at it says, and I'm just going to, on no uncertain terms, hoist my gun up, click, you know, click the uh, to full auto take. I'm in charge. Anybody got any questions? Didn't think so. And I'm going to start laying down some pressure fire. And I'll take okay. off. And uh, Nina, what are you doing? Taking off for the nearest vantage point. All right, so you're you're crossing across Ackert Street, heading toward... Uh, well, it looks like there's a building there. Um, go ahead and give me a uh, grapple gun check. Did you take that skill? I sure did. What skill is that? Would that be like special weapon or something? Exotic ranged weapon. Oh, nice. Five hits. Okay, so you, you aim your grapple gun up and thunk, it goes flying up and hits exactly where you want. You start uh, pulling yourself up. Give me a climbing check. Oh, Gymnastics. No, her, her grapple gun has the auto auto winder, so she's just got to hold on and it pulls her up automatically. Yeah. It gives you essentially um, assisted climbing and you move pretty fast. But Six hits. Okay, so yeah, you, you zip up the... Um, uh, the distance up, so you, you get about 20 meters up. Pretty decent vantage point. Works for me. I start on getting my getting my gun out and get a beat on somebody. All right. So yeah, this time, uh, Max, you're uh, uh, what'd you get in your driving test? Two hits. Okay. Yep. You're kind of moving your way through the freeway. Other cop cars are passing you. Uh, I'm going to uh, uh, command my spirit to uh, to head up to the uh, the city hall and use uh, the accident power on anyone shooting at the cops. Okay, sounds good. All right, so um, I guess for all intents and purposes, I might as well have you guys make initiative rolls here. <laughs> Billy and Tony, you're you're starting to close in the location now. You've you hopped on one part of the highway briefly, exited on a. Uh, uh, Elm Street, and you've been heading down that. You're just about to turn off down on a uh, uh, down on North Ackard Street to cut across. There's an alley that connects Commerce Street through Ackard Street that you've. Uh, it's a little bit risky to go through, but uh, you know you know what you're doing. All right, so for initiative tracking, we typically use the Google Doc for that. Does everyone have that up? Yep. Uh, Google. Really? No, I don't. I just linked it in the uh, chat window. You just, if you guys just want to roll and tell us what you get, you can put them in. You can put it, put you in there. Is that the uh, one where it's, uh, where it's got all the brainstorming and all the other stuff that we had before with all the gear and whatnot? Yeah, yes. we're at the bottom. At the very bottom. Okay, I got it. Oh my goodness, so much stuff flickering around. <laughs> I'm just gonna wait for all of it to stop because I don't want to uh, get in anyone's way. I find just uh, grabbing an empty line further down and typing your stuff in there and then copying and pasting it up works pretty well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, just not let me do that. All right, there we go. <laughs> nope, never mind. That's the newfangled technology. 
Yeah, we've been doing this for about a year, so we kind of got used to it. Got a little practice in. Jump in and grab what you can get. All right, there we go. Dang, Billy Joe. I'm jacked in, man. <laughs> All right, so Billy Joe, it's your turn. You can uh, hear the gunfire the distance through your vehicle sensors. I got the pedal to the metal. We're hauling bootay. Got to get there right. as quick as we can. Give me a drive check. All right. You do, of course, realize I'm going to have Steve Miller running through my head like every day of this campaign, right? <laughs> I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven hits. All right, and this is currently limited by handling. Oh, let me look at the... Uh... I believe the on-road handling of this vehicle is four. But don't I get to add the rating of my RCC to that? Yes, you do. So that would be seven. Actually, yes. That, yeah, so all my seven hit. The rating on my thing is six, so that would be a limit of ten. Wait, your, the rating of your vehicle, your control rig uh, would be no higher than three. Okay, then obviously I'm fucked up. It's not your, your console, it's the cyberware in your head. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't the RCC, that helps you when you're doing things like controlling drones and other stuff like that, it has with the network, allows you to uh, essentially multitask better with them, in a nutshell. Well, yeah, the, the the thing that adds to the stats of vehicles that you're piloting is the control rig cyberware. Right, and that says the device rating is 6 for the Lone Star Remote Commander. That's your, That's your RCC, console. which is the uh, suitcase-sized uh, thing you use for controlling drones and whatnot. Yeah, there's the headwear uh, thing that's called a control rig. Okay, where do I find that at? I um, thought that was all part of that. Cyberware yes. in the back? Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all under augmentations. Well, great googly mooglies. <laughs> Did you make a uh, a rigger without a rig? Well, I thought I had a rig. <laughs> Anybody they, can use a remote control console and tell drones what to do. To jump in, you gotta have to, you gotta have that uh, headwear. Okay, well, mine's a rating three. Is that the highest? Oh yeah. Yep. Yes. That's the well, good that's stuff. what I would have had. All right, fifteen. Yes. You bought the good stuff. All right, so yep, you are you are pushing your vehicle to the max, even for your abilities. And pulling off some cool, crazy stuff. You, uh, make, you make know, the sharp. And I want, just want a reminder, not only does that three add to your handling and the speed of the vehicle, but the test threshold is also reduced when you're jumped in. So you yeah, get double effect. Oh, nice. Actually, the reduced threshold by three is even better. Because you think every success takes at least three dice. So you effectively got 12 dice worth of effect with that control rig three. Yeah, you know, a really, really hard thing to do would require five hits. With your control rig, uh, if you're directly jacked into something, you only need two. Yeah, I should have named myself Bo Duke. And Okay, you know, rebel what flag you do? on the side of the car. Well, well this our is car, the CAS. <laughs> we we do have actually the special uh, um, unmarked uh, patrol car that has an electrochromatic surface that allows <laughs> you to put any color external paint on it. As long as we have the horn, we have to have the horn. Absolutely, <laughs> and some random jump spots scattered throughout the city. Boys so you can. Star boys are in for it now. <laughs> 
So you can totally flip to the red with the confed stripes on it. Totally, totally doing that. I'll just have to pick up a barrier spell so we can have a ramp anywhere. Yes! Yes! Oh, that would be awesome! Yep, so you, you hang a left, a North Acker Street, gun it through, weave, weave through um, cross traffic on Main Street that's uh, going on a green light, so you basically run a red light. Before they even have a chance to slow down, you're actually weaving through them, uh, gun it across Commerce Street, and are, are, uh, are arcing through that alleyway that connects to South Acker Street. So you are now within two blocks of the uh, Capitol building. Nice. Next up is the Spirit of Man. I guess it'll be zipping ahead in the astral to the other building and manifesting. All right. Then Dan? Uh, let's see. What are the chuckleheads doing since I've started laying down suppressive fire? Have they moved? Uh, who, what do you, who do you mean by the chuckleheads? Oh, the uh, <clears throat> two suspects. Oh, um, yeah, they're definitely um, taking cover behind the pillars that are rapidly disintegrating as the suppressive fire is chipping chunks off of them. Good, I'm going to keep suppressive fire up. Of course, I'm going to have to change my mag out probably next, next pass, but... You've essentially already used the full 20 rounds, so this, this round you're using another 20 rounds. Give me a skill test to see how well you're suppressing. Okay. Do, do, do. Oh, mama. One, two, three, four, five. All right. No, yeah, you've, you're pretty well covering that area. Anybody that pokes their head out is going to be in big trouble. You. And uh, Nina, what are you doing? All right, so I'm up here. You're in position. Excellent. Who do I see and what parts of them do I see? Well, you uh, can see that there's, basically only by their shadow being there, um, is there's a couple couple guys who are pretty well pinned down by uh, Officer Garrett. And uh, give me a perception test. Would you like to observe in detail? No, I want to be able to take a shot. Okay, uh, take four dice off your perception test then. That's one hit. Okay, um, yep, that's all you got. So I don't see anybody other... All I see are shadows right now, right? Yeah, you don't have a clear shot on those guys. You might be able to try taking a shot, but they've got a really good cover from you. I'll observe in detail then. There's like a foot or an elbow sticking out here and there maybe, but that's about it. Quick question, as a free action, could I send a uh, quick text to Nina basically saying... Ammo almost out. Going to have to reload. They might pop their head up. Uh, yeah, that, that's a free action. Done. Cool. I'm going to ready an action then to uh, fire at whatever I see pop out. Okay. Next we got Tony in the car. Right. Uh, I have finished putting uh, Billy, Bob, Billy uh, Joe's helmet on him uh, because we're going into a firefight. And he's really all VR right now, has no idea he didn't put his helmet on. Uh, and I finished putting on our gear, and how far away are we? About two blocks. Okay, the, then, uh... then I'm going to take this action to uh, access uh, the command net or whatever network we have and see what uh, information. What are we running into? All right, give me a perception test. I would answer your question before, Nina. Yes, you can take... And I can observe in detail. Uh, three hits. Okay, so you're you're picking up on some different feeds. Um, you can see basically everything that I already described for um, Nina and Dan. There's a couple suspects there, but one thing you do notice from Nina's feed that she didn't notice is uh, that there's a lot of damage to the lawn from 
large heavy vehicle driving on it. And you're pretty sure that there is uh, some sort of large vehicle, like a, a van or something, that's making a circuit around the building. It's probably on the opposite side of the building from Nina at the moment. Okay, I'm going to speak out over the channel. Um, there is a suspect vehicle in the vicinity. Copy that. Kind of busy. Quick question. How does this PTAC system work exactly? I mean, do we each have some sort of ability to patch in our feeds from our helmets or something? Because I don't have any cyber, like cyber eyes, to, to feed back to anybody. You have goggles that would have a, a yeah. HUD headset oh, display. Right. I don't think we're actually on the PTAC right now. We're just basically yeah. over standard comlinks, which we could still okay. do that. So we're not getting all the funky bonuses and everything of being an integrated network. Pretty we're much just, not in, until the boss gets here, right? Is that how that works generally? No. Yeah, oh, well, um, you guys haven't actually been issued the PTAC yet. Ah. Yeah. You guys ah. aren't a task force yet. Got okay. Yeah, that's right. So, we're just all showing up at the scene, yep. you know, whatever. That's right. That's okay. why I took the action to check what everybody's sending. Good call. So sorry, carry on. Uh, that's it for me, right? The check and tell everybody what's up. All right, the bad guys go. Uh, the couple who are pinned down are going to stay pinned down. However, uh, from the opposite side of the Capitol building, um, you, you do now see, it's pretty obvious now, a uh, big old Ares Roadmaster uh, come rolling around from the other side of the building, tearing across the yard. It, 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 it runs into and knocks over a light post without even slowing down. Is it making any line for the police cars, or does it look like it's going to try to interpose itself between the officers who are shooting, namely myself, and the other two uh, unknown suspects? That's what I was wondering. Looks like it's heading in, in uh, the general direction of the police cars. Oh, sh I'm going to take my shot. And um, there's also, on top of it, there is a big old turret with a large machine gun of some kind. Oh, it's currently gosh. being manned by a uh, dude who's wearing, uh, looks like armored jacket, some kind of helmet and goggles. <laughs> take the shot, take the shot! Called shot to the face! <laughs> so Nina, where are you shooting? Well, alright, I'm going to shoot the dude first. What kind of shot are you taking? Does he have to have two hands on that thing for it to work? Um, probably. Alright, we'll do an upper arm shoulder shot. Alright. Take your penalty for that. I'm going to say you're at medium range at this point now. And What's Nina packing? Hang on. <laughs> it's a Remington 950, isn't it? Yep. What's my range penalty? Minus one. Alrighty. I'm going to roll my failures on that. Four hits. Alright, so you got three net hits. What three effects are you going to be applying from that cold shot? And what's the damage? Hang on. Sorry, this, this calculating and figuring all this stuff out is going to take me a little bit. I only have three options available, so stunned, one arm bandit, and weak side. Okay, so you can apply all three of those then. Yep, if damage. If he takes at least one damage. Now with a cold shot like that, your, your damage doesn't stage up. No, my, limit, my damage value limit is three on that shot. Okay, so that's the most he can take. Right. After he makes his test. What's the damage in AP on the weapon? You said I got three hits on him? Yeah, that doesn't stage up the damage, though. With the location-based called shots and net, net hits allow you to pick additional effects. Gotcha. So it's 12p, AP minus 8. Okay, yeah, he um, howls in pain. You see blood fly. You're pretty sure you've disabled that arm. Cool. 
And then uh, we get to max on 13. How close am I to this uh, place? Is it combat turns for me to get there, or am I likely to be there within a, a reasonable amount of time? Uh, combat turns. Okay, in that case... We'll say I, you're getting I, off the exit on Hervé Street. So you're about three blocks away or so. Okay, so only maybe 300 meters away, give or take. Um, yeah, I guess I will keep driving then. Sorry, what's that? I'm going to keep driving. I was toying with the idea of going astral, but I'm going to keep driving. All right, give me a driving test. No successes. All right, so you've gotten off the exit, but you're um, there's a stoplight there, and you've got the uh, sirens going, but some of the people are kind of starting and stopping, and you're kind of starting and stopping, and you're not really quite sure when to gun it. Crap, crap, dude. All right. So you're able to start making some, some progress, but it's a little ways away. Okay. All right, next pass. Uh, Billy. Got the hammer down, still driving. Uh, right, so well, two blocks away, so I should be able to get there right this time, correct? Well, you've effectively covered all the ground your vehicle can for this turn. So you can take uh, other actions that are relating to piloting or doing other things. You have drones. I'm going to uh, pull the quick release. I'm going to pull the quick release lever on the hood of the car to release the two rotor drones, so they can take off. And I will pop the trunk release so the steel links can get out once we stop. That's a nice scene. Okay. Or you could just try to uh, just whip the back end of the van around and, and uh, let Citrical Force deploy the drone. Because flying end of end. <laughs> All right, then the spirit of man goes. Using the uh, accident power, he can hit up to uh, six people that are shooting at the cops in line of sight. All right. Uh, is there any test for that? Yeah, it's a uh, reaction plus intuition on, on the target's part versus magic plus willpower on the spirit's part. If the spirit wins, they get a glitch. If there are four or more hits, a net, it's a critical glitch. Okay, go ahead and roll that. Six hits. All right, so, so one guy who's under suppressive fire, like, uh, suddenly kind of like stumbles and trips and falls out of his cover. So now he has to make a reaction plus edge test to not get shot. <laughs> and he gets shot. What's the base damage on that rifle of yours? Base damage is 9p, and let's see, I had, I believe I had five hits to uh, call for the suppressive test. Yep, and what's the AP? Yep, uh, armor penetration on that is negative two. So he gets clipped by a round and... and... Uh, howls out in pain, but doesn't look like you drew any blood. Let's see then. Uh, that'd be your spirit's turn then. Uh, Dan, it's your turn. You can keep doing suppressive fire, in which case you don't have to use any more rounds this turn, or you could stop doing suppressive fire and do something else. Hmm. Okay, real quick question about situation. Is that uh, suspect vehicle barreling towards us, or does it look like it's going to interpose? It's hard to say at this point. It's a little bit. It's a little ways away. Uh, um, you're definitely leaning towards, barreling towards you, though. Okay. Basically, I'm as a free action. I'm yelling. I'm yelling. Back up! Back up! Back up! And I'm grabbing one of the frightened officers, and we're getting out of there just in case. And would I be able to do sort of a suppressive fire on the move? Um, yeah, I suppose you could continue doing suppressive fire as you're moving. Yep. So that will. That is what I shall be doing. All right, then Nina, it's your turn. 
There is uh, one of the guys in the open now. Plus there's the guy in the gunner, gunner spot in the van itself. All right. Um, I'm going to quick cross myself and uh, try a shot to the engine block. Okay, uh, still medium range. Right, if you have vision one. mag of some kind, if, if you take an aim action, um, you can yes, essentially please. negate that. Sure. And do you have a smart link? Do those goggles have vision mag? Yep. Cool. I didn't have a chance to write down all the gear that we got for, for free, and because I had like 45 minutes to make my character. So, smart link, you said yes. Okay, yep, so that uh, aim adds to both your accuracy and your dice pool. I'm not worried about my accuracy, but thank you. <laughs> Six hits. All right, so it, it swerves some as you're shooting at it. Um, it reduces your hits by three. All righty. What's your final damage in AP? So that would be 15 AP minus eight. Okay, so armor of 10. Then uh, yep, you got a chance to damage it. Yeah. Who's doing that? I think that's Rob. Sorry. <laughs> Were you hearing my tackety tackety tacking? Yeah, we can hear <laughs> it. <laughs> Dude, sorry. Uh, that was just the uh, uh, sound effects for the suppressive fire. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they're all muffled because, you know, it's so loud. We're all getting dulled to it, right? Well, I do have a suppressor on it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. That's it. That's a ticket. So damage is initially reduced by five because of the hardened armor. And I get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven... Eight. Nine hits. Woohoo! So you did one point of damage, which means the secondary effect of vehicle is disabled also happens. <laughs> yep, Sorry, so that was you, probably really loud, guys. Sir. <laughs> you get your shot through, and you see some smoke and stuff coming out of the engine block, and the Roadmaster is slowing down. I think a booyah is in order. Booyah! See, I took strive for perfection and sharpshooter. Nice. Ooh. So I didn't take any penalties for that particular called shot, but also I can't take anything other than called shots with my firearms. All right, so after Nina is Tony. Okay, is uh, that van in the area, those suspects, are they visible? Uh, they're actually on the opposite side of the building from you. Oh, I can't see or do anything. Yeah, you don't really have much you can observe at this point other than, you know, through other people's feeds. Uh, you know... I'm on a network command net, whatever. I'm just going to make sure everybody starts getting all the information everybody else gets. Whatever needs to be done for that. Okay, you could make leadership tests if you wanted to. Leadership? Can you default? I don't know. Probably. Let me look. Yes. It, is it is defaultable. Hey, what do you default to, like, 17 or something? Yeah. <laughs> I get four hits. And it would default to 12. You have a charisma of 13? I'm trying to find the rules for what that does. Let me check something. Leadership is on page 141 and 142. Uh, okay, I'm going to... There's something I think probably won't work over this, so I'll reduce the number of dice. Um, so only three hits. Okay, your subordinates add one to their initiative score for every two hits you get. So we'll just say everybody gets plus one to your initiative score. Except for you, Tony. All right, and the bad guys go. All right, so the uh, guy who's out in the suppressive fire, he ducks back undercover. The van kind of rolls to a stop. The guy who's in the turret gets down in, you know, inside the vehicle. There's another. Uh, the uh, back doors of the Roadmaster open up, and 
Um, it's hard to see from your angle, uh, your angles, guys, that, uh, but you can see that uh, some people are probably getting out, out of the back. And they start moving and, and fanning out, and, uh, yeah, everyone give me a perception check. Everyone who's capable of, observe, capable of observing them. And I would say at this point, Maxwell, that would cover you, because while you are about two blocks away, you do kind of have a clear line of sight, and you can actually see kind of where the back of the vehicle would be, provided you can actually notice it. Three hits. Three as well. Just two hits for me. Okay. Well, um, looks like there's at least six guys getting out. Um, most of them have assault rifles. However, um, there is one really, really big figure uh, that you can make out, uh, Max. He's got some sort of extremely large gun on a uh, harness. Uh, Nina, that's your target. <laughs> uh, but he's not in view of anybody else other than Max because he's uh, behind the vehicle. Ah, uh, bummer. Darn. When you see him, he's your target. I anticipate <laughs> you're going to have a big target soon. A psychic premonition. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Why did I see All something right. brown hit that fan? <laughs> All right, then, uh, Maxwell, it's your turn. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I am going to uh, ask my spirit to uh, use the spell of uh, agony on the, uh, the fellow with the giant gun. Nice. All right. Your spirit comes flying out and... Uh, so this ghostly figure comes, uh, why don't you go ahead and describe your spirit? Because everybody sees him come swooping out of the Capitol building towards the, uh, the Roadmaster. As, uh, as I recall, he is the, uh, the spirit of my dead partner. He's a, uh, a cop dressed, uh, in, uh, more of a, a casual uniform. He's not geared up for, uh, for combat out here, because, uh, he's, uh, was, uh, cruelly cut down in the line of duty while uh, back at the station. And uh, at the moment, he is uh, quite incensed by all of these people attempting to kill honest Lone Star officers. Alright, so he's zooming up to the troll and uh, using his agony power, grabbing a fistful of uh, chips out of the bag of Doritos in his offhand. <laughs> <laughs> so would throwing the bag of Doritos constitute as a spell or a spirit power effect? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and roll his uh, skill for the agony. I just did. Uh, let's see. Is that resisted by? Is it willpower and logic? It's an illusion spell, which is uh, realistic, single sense, mana. Okay, so logic and willpower. Wow, I rolled only four dice, but he got three hits. Well, I got one. So he has uh, one box of uh, pseudo-physical and stun damage. So you got one stacks... net hit, you mean? What's that? Yeah, I got one, one net, net hit. hit. Okay. So he's uh, effectively wounded as long as the spirit uh, maintains this spell. All right. Then uh, third pass, Billy Joe. Can I? Sorry, I got a mouthful of pizza. <laughs> You're you're speeding down there. You've deployed the um, you've opened up the trunk and deployed the opening for the uh, ceiling drones. But you haven't actually deployed any drones yet, right? Can oh, I wait. do that this Cliff. round? Or I'm sorry. Pass. What's that, Mac, uh, Carlton? It's a it's a simple action for me to command the spirit to do that. Um, it's not going to be able to do it until it's her turn on the next pass. But I still have a simple action left, so I'd like to cast the spell. Oh, okay. 
do spirits still have to materialize to cast the spell? He's already materialized. Yeah. And yes, they do. Uh, if they're going to affect anything in the physical plane, they have to materialize. At least that's my understanding. He had to materialize to uh, do the uh, accident power earlier. So for me casting it, I've got uh, five hits. Okay, so that's four net hits. Okay, that's four virtual boxes of stun and physical damage for him. And then he'll get another one when my spirit goes on 13, I guess. Okay. Um, yep, so when your spirit goes, he does his thing. And uh, so, Billy Joe, what were you doing? Can I uh, launch my two Rota drones while I'm still driving? Yeah. You can issue yeah. them a command with a simple action. Okay, both of them would take off and uh, come around the front of the building so they can get a shot off with their uh, taser guns at uh, one of the Joes standing behind the... Uh... Actually, you disabled the guy on the turret on the uh, Roadmaster, correct, Nina? Yeah, and he went down into the vehicle. The vehicle stopped and the back doors opened and we presume people got out the back. Okay, two rotor drones. Uh, I know there's two guys up by the pillars, so they'll both try and get a shot off on guys up there. Okay, so they're working on getting in position. Sounds good. And then you have a fourth pass action. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I can't think of anything you can do with it, but if you think of something, <laughs> yeah. go right ahead. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I want to thank the else? lieutenant for putting my helmet on me. <laughs> Everybody roll initiative. Let's turn the bad guys going 14. Oh my god, what a crap roll! Oh, you're right, that was a crap roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three ones. I got the same I did last time. <laughs> I'm gonna go AFK real quick. So, are the drones uh, basically on on autopilot? They'd have to have their own initiative. Um, well, can't can't I control more than one thing at a time? With the RCC, yes, you can. You so, can be jumped into only one thing. You can control as many things as you want with the RCC. Okay. So, do the uh, Rota drones need their own initiative then? Because actually, I'm jumped into the police car. I'd specify yeah, the, that the rotor drones uh, roll 4d6 plus double their pilot rating. Right, but you can be jumped into the car and be actually running them while VR. There's a there's a difference oh, between them sure. between you're direct directly controlling them with a the remote control, or you just told them to go off and do something. If you told them to go off and do something, they have their own initiative. If you're doing your remote control, then it's your initiative. Yeah, I want to use my my initiative for them. I think well, I could be wrong. You you can only do that one for one thing at a time, and that's what you jumped into. Whatever you're okay. not jumped into uses the dog brain. Okay. So where would I find the pilot rating for these guys? Probably in a book, huh? Uh, yeah, and the stats in the pilot column. It's probably three. So it's six plus four die six for their. Drones are always operating as if they're in hot sim. Okay. As far as their initiative goes, at least. So they got 22. Okay. Bad. How many people got out of the back of the van? Looks like at least six. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> That's that new math. All right. So, Billy Joe, I guess you're first. I'm guessing you're operating in hot sim then? Yes, sir. Yeah, it's against regulations. Only if you're caught. <laughs> I just signed for him. Uh, 22-573, subparagraph B, you know, emergency hot use situations, you'll be fine. 
Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, can I make it up to the building? Hey, give me Seems a driving seven. test. Okay. I got one, two, three, four, five hits. Oh, yeah, no problem. Where do you want to be? Are you looking at the map now? Yes, sir. Okay, so the place where the van is pulled up, you see, like, sort of south of the building, there's that semicircle driveway? Yes. The van is, or the roadmaster that, that pulled around, is about a third of the way down the distance of that street, but on the uh, city hall side of it, across the street from the semicircle, basically. Okay. So fairly tight up to the building itself. <clears throat> okay. Uh, you know what? I'll come in on the other side of that, opposite it. So you're coming from around the west side or the east side? Uh, I believe I'm coming down south, south uh, Accard Street. Okay. And you're going to pull around the front of the building? Yes, and have the car facing the building. So, because I'm just going to, you know, lay down in the front seat. So I have the engine block in front of me to protect me, and that way the steel links can get out of the back. Okay. Yep, so that, that's your action this round was driving. Okay. And you get there. The rotor drones, last combat turn, uh, got in position. They're basically flying over the top of, of the, uh, the Capitol building. So they're, they're just kind of just crossing. Okay, that sounds fair. So they can take an action this turn. I think uh, it's their turn now as well. Yes, uh, perception check. See what they can see. See what, what targets they have that present themselves. Okay, have them make a perception test. So, how do I do that? They uh, have they clear use sight. the pilot rating plus the rating of their clear sight autosoft. Okay. So, nine dices. And uh, since there's two of them, I'm going to just say roll two extra dice on one test and make that test for both of them. Okay. We got Essentially, one, one of them two. is buying hits to assist the other one. Okay. Got five hits. Okay, yep, they've got targets. Uh, about a half a dozen targets... Behind the, uh, the the vehicle, the big vehicle itself, which their assessment is that they're not likely to be able to damage it, especially with tasers. Okay. But yeah, there, uh, there's a bunch of targets. Uh, one is particularly larger than the rest of them. Uh, let's. They're both going to shoot that guy. Uh, but they want to okay. do it in such a way that they present themselves as a smallest target as possible. You know what I mean? Well, they don't want to just be sitting ducks. They're kind of up in the air, so they're... They're probably sitting ducks. Oh! Once they fire, they're going to draw attention to themselves. Yeah. Um, well, now can they fire and then still move like a, a normal person would have a, a, you know, a fire action, a complex action, and then still have a move action? Um, yeah, they haven't used their movement yet this turn. Okay, so they're over the top of the building. They're going to both shoot at the big guy, and then they're going to drop down at roof level so they're out of line of sight. Okay. Okay, now, <laughs> how do they fire? <laughs> they use their pilot rating, plus uh, if they have a targeting auto soft for that weapon? Yes, they both do. So, you want to do it the same way, just add two dice? Or to just roll? No, they each make separately. tests for this. Okay. Okay, the first one got one, two, three hits. Oh, hold on a sec here. Um, with a taser, I'm going to say yeah. they're a good... Yeah, they're They're like 15 meters away, so... Minus three penalty for the range. Well, they they have the Defiance EX Shocker. Yeah, that, that's a taser, so... Okay, so long uh, range, 15, 15 meters. Yeah, 15 meters is the edge of long range, almost to extreme. I gotta get different weapons for these things. But they can hopefully keep these guys busy or do something to them. Yeah, it'll keep them busy. 
Let me go back to my roller here. So instead of nine dice, we're rolling six. Okay, first one got two hits. All right, the big old troll dodged out of the way of that. Okay, second one got three hits. And the other taser dart hits home. What's the damage with a uh, one net hit? Uh, nine stun. Oh, wait, you got three hits. That's two net hits. Oh, so uh, 11 stun? Is that AP minus five electrical? Uh, got it right here. Let's see. It is AP minus five electrical. Correct. Single shot. All right, he goes down. Woohoo! Twitching. Okay, and they both uh, the rotor drones drop down to uh, the roof level, so they're out of line of sight. Yeah, you were kind of surprised. Usually trolls don't go down with a single taser shot. Yeah. Everyone has a bad day. <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. on. Maybe he glitched and caught it in the face. <laughs> right, All right. Horns. So uh, your spirit of man is going. Uh, I'm he's going to keep doing an agony spell on the troll. Yep. And I haven't told him to do anything else yet, so... He's just going to sustain that, or try to layer on another one? The troll of which is uh, unconscious now, from the taser dart. Probably just keep sustaining it. Okay. Yeah, it's your guess that the troll probably isn't unconscious just from the taser dart. Yeah. Alright, then, uh, Dan, your turn. You saw, uh... Yep, there's, uh, Billy Joe's patrol car comes driving up on, on the street, and a couple of rotor drones pop in and Start firing off taser darts. Rob? All right. So, troll is down. From my uh, perspective, how many targets do I have? Uh, looks like you've got uh, <clears throat> a couple guys coming around on the other side of the, of the uh, Roadmaster. And then okay. there, there, there are still those two that have been you know, trying to stay behind cover from you. Your, your suppressive fire has ended. Mm -hmm. So, how many rounds are in the clip of that? Uh, there were 30 total in that sucker. However, I still got five shotgun rounds left. Yeah, so you just, you, you're, you're out. Uh, yeah, the I'm main... out. I'm just going to switch. I'm just going to take a couple shots with a shotgun. Or, so let's see. Who's, who's closer? The guys jumping out of the back of the van or the guys who are behind cover? Or should I say, who would most likely be, have an easier shot to wheel around and engage the officers, including myself, who were next to the squad cars. I would say the ones who were pinned down by your suppressive fire, they're okay. about 15 meters away from you. Okay. The Roadmaster is about 40 meters away from you. Okay, so guys, there we go. Let's see, we got an orc and a human up by the pillars, correct? Yeah, both have really good cover. Hmm. Oh. Ah, what the heck. As I say in many other games, it's only ammo. What kind of ammo do you have in that thing? Uh, slug. So regular ammo. All right, which one are you shooting? Uh, let's see. Let's go for um, the orc. Looks like he's the bigger one, so I'll go for him. All right. Oh, baby. Is that a Ooh. single shot or a semi-auto burst? I can't remember what the firing mode. Uh, it's a semi-auto. I'm not going for a burst or anything like that. Just one solid hit. I've got one, two, three... Four, four. Four hits. Okay, you blow another bigger chunk off of the pillar he's taking cover behind. Ah, well, if I can at least keep him, try to keep him pinned down, I guess. Alright, next is Tony. You're in the car, you're, you actually see these guys kind of to the side, um, to, the, to, to the left of you, that he's taking shots at. And uh, up ahead is the van with the guys pouring out of it. 
All right, well, <clears throat> in preparation, of course, I have wound the window down, made sure I'm strapped in, uh, but loosely, so that I can lean out the window and uh, fire a flashbang grenade right into the back of that van. Okay. Uh, moving vehicle penalty is minus two. Yep. You're going to suffer minus two for firing out of the moving vehicle. Even though it's essentially stopped now, it, 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 is, it is counted as moving for this combat turn. Right, but when I, while I stay in it, I get partial cover. Uh, yes. Five hits. Yep, that's easily short range. All right, you managed to, to lob it so that it lands right behind the the Roadmaster. Uh, you put it right where you want it, and the flashbang goes off. That's what, uh, 10 stun? Yep, 10 stun. What's AP on that? Uh, just 10S. doesn't look like there's any AP. Okay. Minus 4 AP. Okay. Yep, you, you fire that off, and uh, you don't really see much results other than a big flashy and binging thing. Next are the bad guys. So, Maxwell, you see from where you're coming, there are actually like several cop cars who had passed you on the freeway. They're moving ahead of you. As they're approaching and getting closer to the scene, uh, the lead one of them is T-boned by, it looks like an Ares Humvee, uh, knocked on its side and slides for a while before stopping. The one right behind, in turn, T-bones the Ares Humvee. Uh, looks like the cop car pretty well crumples, but the Humvee just kind of bucks a bit. And uh, the windows are rolling down, you see rifle barrels poking out of the Humvee and starting to open up on those cop cars. Ouch. That's not cool, man. That's our brothers. Also on 14, the guy that uh, uh, Rob or uh, Dan took a shot at with a shotgun, um, he's not pinned down by suppressive fire anymore, so he... He he rounds the uh, the bend. She steps into the open and rips off a ten round burst from a uh, from a machine gun at you. Make a defense test at minus nine. Yeah, Dan. Oh, I missed him going FK. All right. So well, he's getting shot at. Um, his buddy with the assault rifle is taking is actually doing suppressive fire at the um, the cops that are near him uh, from around the van. Some guys start running out and heading out toward the Capitol building, moving to go take cover, taking, squeezing off a few rounds here and there. Um, there are two in particular of note, uh, one of which is a guy who comes out of the, the back of the van, uh, come, comes around, kneels, and points a sort of a large tube-shaped object up at the building across the street. Oh, good. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> All right. Oh, and Dan, you're back now. Make a defense roll at minus nine dice. You missed my lovely description of the uh, guy who, who you had been suppressing. Uh, the arc steps out of the open, raises his, his big old machine gun, and rips off a ten-round burst at you. Oh, lovely. Now well, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. All righty. Let's see. Defense. Defense. Yeah, minus nine. Minus nine? Yeah, it's a ten-round burst. Thanks. I'm toast. Okay, pre-edge this one. The missile that comes out of the missile tube heading towards Nina goes wide and scatters. Let's see how far. Right. Oh, 12 meters. But the guy actually fires high in the, uh, it explodes over your head toward the back, and you feel a wash of concussion and heat, and there's some pinging of shrapnel here and there, but otherwise, you don't take any damage. Yay! Thank you. Speaking of taking damage, uh, with the pre-edge roll, I got six total hits. 
test. In the defense test? Okay, yeah, you, you managed to, uh, as time slows down, you see the big old machine gun getting wow. pointed at you, which you actually recognize as a, um, you recognize as a crime wave light machine gun. Damn! Uh, with an underbarrel weight and a gas vent system, probably rating three. Uh, belching rounds at you uh, <laughs> at high velocity, okay. and you you pull off a maneuver that you don't think you, you don't know how. You, thinking back to this event, you're, you're not quite sure exactly how you got your body to move that way and that fast, but you get out of the way of the path of the bullets. It's called fear. <laughs> yeah, and give me a composure test. Composure test. Uh, no, I am totally in control. No, all right, hold on. Oh, and I've got guts. So let's see here. Plus two. Right. Rock on. One, two. One, two, three, four. Maxed out my mental at five. Yeah. So um, you are well. There's no yeah. limit on these tests, but yep, you are uh, you're cool and collected. Uh, no. Whatever emotional reaction that normally uh, is invoked by what just happened or nearly happened to you um, is on hold as you are able to coolly and calmly assess the situation. Okay, I take that back. You're a little angry. <laughs> a little? You know what the good thing about being down on the ground, uh, you know, dodging the suppressive fire is? It gives me an opportunity to reload. <laughs> yeah, and then there's that uh, whoosh. As a rocket or a missile goes flying up past you and explodes back near near Nina's position. Let's see here. A couple of uh, one of the other guys Nina, who's out. You okay? <laughs> quick, I'm good, overcomes. <laughs> one of the other guys who's uh, gotten out and is sort of moving towards cover looks like he's got a uh, uh, some sort of a uh, submachine gun and he's leveling that at the uh, cop car that has just pulled up relatively close. So, uh, yeah, you might like to make a defense test there, uh, Billy Joe. With what? Uh, reaction plus intuition. No, reaction plus driving skill. Nice. And don't forget your plus two bonus for Hot Sim. Now, he is firing off a six-round burst. So that's going to be minus okay. five to your defense. So it's my reaction plus my driving skill? Yep, plus two. Plus two, and then minus six. Minus, minus five. five. Okay, I'm rolling 21 dice. That's a good thing. Very good thing. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight hits. Yep, you actually move the vehicle about six inches, but it's the right, exactly the right six inches to kind of jerk back and the bullet stitch um, plumes of dirt and sod out of the lawn, just just along the side of your vehicle where it was. It almost looks like the like the car sort of hopped and moved sideways just a little bit, but. It wasn't exactly what that wasn't exactly the maneuver, but an observer might might mistake it for that. It was pretty. It was so pretty. <laughs> it was the uh, the jumping jacks that come out of the bottom, just like the Mach Five. <laughs> All right, then um, that would be Maxwell's turn. Okay, I've got a question for you. Can I uh, use a free action to roll down the window at the same time as I'm using a free action to chant in Latin? Um, you have one free action per turn, so any further free action would then take a simple action. Okay. In that case, I'm just going to be rolling down the window, saving the Latin for later, and casting a 4-6 napalm into that uh, Humvee. Okay. Roll your dice. I've got five hits. And what does napalm do now? I have a big, long list of stuff that it does here. It's flaming water. Um, 
They've got an armor minus six with a roll with a threshold of my net hits, or it catches fire with a damage value of three at the end of each combat turn, plus one per combat turn. Then it also has a water effect, which has a uh, knockdown, which probably doesn't matter since they're sitting down in a car, but uh, they're going to be taking a minus two penalty for any movement, including uh, dodging stuff for uh, three meters around where this hit. Okay, and you're trying to center this, like, inside the vehicle? Yep. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to make that a called shot, so essentially minus four to your test to to target. That said, the um, actual target, the vehicle, isn't moving to dodge. The people inside are not going to get a chance to move out, so... (laughs) Make make that uh, four hits. It's an area of damage. What's the damage on that, then, with your four net hits? Ten. If they were standing up, there would be an agility test to avoid falling down. Uh, they're going to be taking penalties on their defense tests of two. And uh, let's see. Exposed and unsealed electronics may be damaged. Device rating uh, three test. Failure means that it's bricked. Okay. Um, yeah, there's suddenly nice. flames yeah. and napalm inside of this vehicle. There's screaming. Some guns are getting dropped out the windows. Uh, smoke is also billowing out. They're having a pretty bad day now. It started and that's out so what well. when you run into a cop car. <laughs> yeah, well, don't forget to roll your drain. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Nina, it's your turn. Alrighty. Let's try another shoulder shot on, uh, Mr. Missile Man. Question. Right. Why don't you just go for a shot shot? He's already employed lethal force against you. Just put him down. I can't take non-called shots. You can just do a cult shot for extra damage. Oh, You don't really? have to do a location cult shot. Oh, yeah. Good point. Let's get his head. <coughs> I think, I think <coughs> with uh, your thing, so it's what, minus two? Or two, two less penalty for cult shot, and then you cut it in half? Yeah, whichever, whichever, yeah. It ends up being zero for a minus four. Uh, that would be minus one, actually. So you, you take the minus two off before you cut it in half. Okay. At least that's the way I'm running it. Otherwise, okay. it's more powerful. So it's minus one. Yep. Okay. So you can just do a cold shot for extra two extra damage. Let's do that. You're essentially aiming for the head or heart or whatever. What's my range? Uh, let's see. That would be about. Is it medium or less? Um. Yeah. You. That is within medium range. All right. It's about fifty-five, fifty-six meters. So I'll aim and then get him. Yep. So no range penalty. You get the aim bonus. He's gonna try to dodge. Good luck. Five hits. All right. So you get three net hits. What's the damage? 15p, AP minus 8. Oh, wait, is it ratcheted up by 2 because it's called shot? Yes. So 17p. Alright, he takes 16 damage. Go ahead and describe your kill shot. Yeah! Um, his body stays standing for half a beat while his head turns into a big, bloody explosion, and then just limply, not limply, actually very stiffly, just follows straight. Chunky salsa. <laughs> yeah. That's what you get for trying to shoot at me, bitch. Over comms. <laughs> nice shot, Nina! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that would be second pass, Billy Joe. I'm still sitting in the car, but you see the trunk of the car lid get slammed up as this big freaking drone comes out of the back, and it has a big freaking machine gun on it. And it is going to be moving toward some of my brothers that are laying out on the dirt. You said there's a couple of uh, 
officers down that are bleeding? Oh, you actually drove past them to get under the lawn up here. Ah, okay. Uh, do I have a shot at either the two guys that are up at uh, the pillars? Yeah, one of the guys has some pretty good cover. He's laying down suppressive fire on those cops. Uh, the other one is an orc who has a big old um, light machine gun. And he's, he's currently trying to hose down uh, Officer Garrett. Okay, let's see if we can't uh, poke him a little bit with this big rifle, or big machine gun. All right, um, are you directly jumped into this drone? I am not. I'm. So, okay. uh, you know, well, would it be better if I was? Then I would use my gunnery skill, right? Yeah. Uh, that would also mean that you couldn't dodge with the car if, the, if somebody shoots at the car. Yeah. Uh, now that... Uh, uh, Essentially, in your turn, you would order this thing to get out and attack this guy. Then it would go on its turn, which I'll just make that go the same time the other rotor drones do. Okay, yeah. I'm going to stay jumped into the car. That way uh, I can move. Well, you know, I'm considered to have real good cover because I'm inside the car with the engine in front of me, right? Um, yeah, you've got really good cover in the car. And uh, the lieutenant sitting next to me has got real good cover too, correct? Yep, not as good because he's kind of hanging out the window shooting at people. I think I'm going to jump into the steel links and hose down the orc. Okay, so it's a simple action for you to jump into the steel links. You just move to get out and so you can do a simple action shot at the orc. And that's what I'm going to do. Simple action mean like a single shot or can I rip a three round or a five round? It depends on the firing mode of the weapon. What, what weapon do you have in there? Ultra Max HMG-2. Yeah, so you're going to do like a six-round burst, uh, full auto burst. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. All right, take your shot. He gets modified to his defense. And I use my gunnery plus reaction or agility? Let's see. I think it's gunnery plus agility. Agility plus gunnery. Yep, because you're not doing sensor-assisted gunnery. Okay. You're just pointing and shooting. And I think I want to pre-edge this, too. All right. Okay, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven hits, and two sixes. He failed to get any hits on his defense roll, so go ahead and add any to your uh, damage, and let me know what the total is in the okay. AP. I'm at nine hits, and I got one more six. Sweet. Ten hits with one more six. Okay, we're at ten hits, so that would be 21 physical minus four AP. All right, so you just did 18 damage to him. Go ahead and describe your kill shots. As I was saying, you see the steel links crawl out of the back of the car, over the shoulder, whips over this big machine gun, <laughs> racks back the action, takes aim at the orc. No, he doesn't. Shoots from the hip. And you see these little red explosions coming out the back of the orc. Nothing but blood. And the dwarf kind of slumps down. All right. <laughs> right back over comes. Ditto, bro. All right, then, uh, let's see. That that was uh, their turn. Your turn. Uh, you wrote a drones. Um, they're kind of standing by because they don't have orders at the moment. Uh, they can't keep doing what they were doing? You could, uh, well, you gave them a target, and they took out the target and ducked under cover. Okay. So you, you could actually issue them an order if you want. Because you have you only took, did one simple action to order the no wait you jumped in never mind I jumped Sorry. in and shot so yeah yep so they're 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 standing by waiting for orders a little query okay. pops up from each of them what do we do now or something to that effect Billy Joe Billy Joe what 
Now, what's your Spirit of Man doing? Next? It hasn't got any new orders, so it's probably just sitting there sustaining a spell. Yep, it's kind of sitting there uh, munching on his Doritos. And then, uh, Dan, your turn. Okay, Orc is down. What about his partners? He's still up and kicking? Yeah, he's laying down suppressive fire at the uh, cops who are near you. Oh, guess what? I'm laying on the ground. I'm just going to kind of roll up a little bit, use Smart Link, and just kind of angle my gun, and I'm going to take a shot at him. Somehow I'll burst with a shotgun. Pre-edging an attack roll. All right. can't let you guys have all the fun now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maxed out accuracy at, at 7. If you pre-edged, then there's no limit. Oh, okay. Well, then add another 2 to that sucker. All right, he dodged so, 2 of your I, hits. Okay, so that's So what's your total, total damage? Total is going to be 17p, armor penetration, negative 1. All right, yeah, you just did uh, 12 damage, so go ahead and describe your kill shot. <laughs> he sees his buddy go down. He's like, no, you bastards! But he was stupid enough to just give him to just come up and cover just enough. Angling a gun just at the right angle. Let loose a couple slugs. Well, all she wrote. Slam, slam, slam to the ground. Now he's more food. All right. Nice. That brings us to Tony. Your turn. It's not quite as much of a target-rich environment as it was. Yeah, we're sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> So is, a, what's what's left? Um, you're counting about five different guys who are running out of the van, or who were running from the van. They're spreading out. Um, they're all sort of moving toward the Capitol building, one of which had lagged back a bit because he fired off some rounds at the car that you're in. Okay. Um, is the car stopped? Um, it has yeah. to be to let the links out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to open a door and step out, but of course use the door for cover. Uh, ejecting That's simple action. To move, isn't it just the, oh to do the to do the door? Essentially, open the door and dismount. That's a simple action. Yeah, then scratch that. I'm going to do free action, eject clip, simple action, put in a new clip, and then uh, I'm going to fire a frag grenade at those five. Okay. Uh, they're fairly widespread out, but you could probably get all of them within a frag grenade. Uh, go ahead and make your roll. I have four hits. So you put it right where you want it. What's the base damage on a frag grenade? I forget. 16p, I think. And what's the AP? Plus five. And it's uh, minus one per meter. Okay, so it lands right at the feet of one of the guys. Two other guys, I'm going to say, are going to be four meters away, and then two other guys are going to be eight meters away. Are these the guys, can they cut out of the truck? Yeah. Don't forget about the uh, unconscious guy on the ground. No, um, this one isn't within his range, but the flashbang was. All right, so the guy who, it lands directly at his feet, he's blown off his feet, and he's unconscious. And the two guys who are four meters away who are running are uh, basically knocked onto their face, and they drop to the ground. Being officers of the law, would this be a good time to say, the rest of you throw up your hands? Halt or I'll shoot! Again, and again, <laughs> and again. Yeah, the guys who have gotten the closest to the Capitol building, looks like they're shaking a bit, but otherwise unharmed. Okay, I'm done. But yeah, you managed to, between your flashbang and your frag grenade, you managed to take out three of them. It's not about how many I put down. 
Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm going to have to go tell those elementary school kids to add three to whatever number they figured out earlier. <laughs> 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 mommy, mommy, I can't sleep anymore. I'm afraid of the big bad police officer. <laughs> well, you should be, kid. That's right. Don't mess with the star. <laughs> All right, now it's the bad guy's turn. Well, there's um, some guys who are like trying to get out of their Humvee that's burning, and they're burning too. So there's some some flaming forms just kind of staggering out of this Humvee, and um, yeah, there's not much left fighting though in them. Um, and at the uh, Capitol building itself, there's really only two guys or three guys up on their feet. No, two guys are the ones who survived that uh, grenade blast. The uh, best. They both have AK-98s, and um, they, seeing how effective grenades are, they figure it's time to use some of theirs. So they're going to go and lob a couple of grenades at that uh, car and the guy who launches grenades at them. Alright, so one of the grenades scatters about four meters, lands about four meters in front of the car. The other one, however, lands uh, about a meter beyond the car, just past the opening door, open door where... Um, where, um, well, uh, Tony happens to be standing. Uh, remember, I couldn't open the door. Oh, I that's right, in. that's right. So, yeah, pretty much lands, like, right on top of the hood of the guitar, then. The, the car, then. Guitar? The, <laughs> lands right on the hood of the, the, the car, which uh, then explodes, so. Go ahead and make a uh, damage resistance roll for the car. Or two of them, actually. Okay. Uh, the, a the AP is two. There's only five armor on these cars. So just roll five dice? Or do you add a pilot? Uh, body or? is nine, and you add three, so you roll 12 dice, and you get one auto hit. Okay, got one, two, three, four, five. So six hits. Uh, you said do this twice? Yeah. Okay, the second time, got one, two hits, and one, two, and a glitch. Alright, so the first blast uh, did some damage to your car, blew out the headlights, probably damaged engine, some flames wash over. This is high explosive grenade. The other one though, um the other one though uh, essentially completely blows the car up. There's a huge explosion, the engine is toast, parts are flying everywhere, the uh glass shatters, and everyone in the car, which is you two, go ahead and make body plus armor rolls. Okay. Fortunately, the armor, the, the the vehicle's body and armor gives you extra armor, so um, you get an extra twelve dice on your armor check. Oh, nice! Yeah, so uh, Tony and so Joe nine both. hits, and I got eight hits. Okay, the one if you got nine hits, you take seven boxes of uh, stun because uh, your armor is higher than the base damage. The one you got eight hits, uh, you take eight boxes of stun. All right. Yeah, and the car itself is burning. So it is now the third burning police car on location. And, uh, yeah, that's it for the bad guys. I'd say those two uh, pretty, did pretty well for themselves for only having two guys left. Yeah, they kind of did. Uh, <laughs> Maxwell, your turn. I think I'm going to uh, use my driving action to pull over and stop with uh, line of sight on any uh, bad guys I can. Okay. Well, there's the guys who are kind of, like, standing around and burning. Yep. Uh, are those the ones you're covering, or are you trying to get more line of sight to the guys who are farther away from you but at the Capitol building? 
Uh, I was hoping to get both, but if I have to make a choice, I'll go for the ones that are closer to me. Okay. And uh, let's see. Just a heads up, uh, a GM call for you. Napalm is burning water. It has fire effects and water effects. One water effect is it that it suppresses fire effects. Huh? <laughs> well, I'd say that wouldn't really apply in the case of Napalm, would it? <laughs> okay. Except maybe other fires. Just thought what? I'd point it out. So if, if, if so somebody's napalm burning can death, put other fires out. You could use Napalm to put that fire out. Yes. And they'd just be burning from the napalm then. What do you want? I put you if out. That, if that were a sustained spell, then uh, that might actually come in handy. Anyway, um, where were we? Uh, Nina, it's your turn. I love those grenades. Uh, a couple guys down on the ground floor level were getting near the Capitol building. You, you could see them. that grenade? Uh, it's hard to say. They both lobbed them about the same time. And there were two grenades that kind of merged into one big explosion. The grenades have already gone off. I can't shoot the grenade. Right. Yeah, if you had held an action waiting for somebody to shoot the grenade, then yeah. you could theoretically shoot the grenade out of the sky, which would, have been, <laughs> which would be cool. That would be really cool. However, I'm going to sh- shoot that grenade-shaped object on his shoulders. Uh, what? His head. Oh, okay. Got it. Call shot for extra damage? Yes. Okay, he's going to try to dodge. Five hits. All right, you got three net hits, so what's your damage? Again, uh, 17p, AP minus 8. Okay, this time you only did 14 damage, but go ahead and describe your kill shot. Same thing as before, except this time the uh, brain matter gets all over his buddy. <laughs> oh, nice! All right, then, uh, Billy Joe, it's your turn. Um, you probably go a little bit slower now, so you don't have a fourth pass, unless you have pain resistance. I do not. Well, yes, quick, uh, uh, quick um, free... Oh, wait, no, I had to do a uh, call shot was... A free action, wasn't it? Yeah. Never mind. Oh, what's the armor rating of that Steel Links? Uh, let's see. It's kind of across two pages here, so let me... Twelve. All right, so, yeah, the, um... One of the grenades is pretty, uh, close enough to where you actually feel fairly intense warmth. Of course, that might might be, uh, feedback coming through from your meat body that's, uh, cooking inside that car that just blew up, but, uh... None of it's damaging. N- n- none of it's uh, high enough damage to g- get through the hardened armor on the steel links. Super duper. Uh, so, for my turn, uh, I ought to do a simple command to issue to the two rotor drones to target at will anybody that is shooting at the cops. I will do uh, jump out of the steel links for a simple command, and then. Uh, I still have a movement, so I want to get out of the vehicle and hide behind it. Okay, so you're jumping back into AR then? Correct, Amundo. Okay, yep, simple action to jump back into AR. It was simple action to uh, command the drones. So, you're basically, you, you're already stra- you're strapped in, so you're kind of a... It's going to take a simple action to dismount your vehicle, so you're still, you're still in the car. And yet, you realize this car is toast, it's yeah. burning... It's actually no longer a car, technically, at this point. Yeah. It's a flaming hunk of metal. And your cover isn't quite so good either because all the windows are blown out. Got it. But you also realize that, um, well, you're not dead. You don't feel very great, but you're not on fire, and there's nothing horrible impaling you or anything like that. Right. It looks like we lost Nick again. 
So uh, will I be able to crawl out of the far side of the car this time? Uh, not not this turn. Okay. All right, then your rotor drones go. They're, they have the last action this turn. They're going to pop out and try to take out that last guy. Yes. They're both going to shoot at him. Uh, okay. Now, since the guy was coming towards the building and we were on top of the building and the guy is looking at the car, technically he shouldn't get a defense test because he doesn't know we're up here, right? He definitely saw those rotor drones pop up from the roof and take down the troll with the minigun. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I guess he uh, could be looking back and forth when they're running. He's not likely to be surprised. Okay. But um, your drones can uh, are, are, the, are the drones going to be proceeding more cautiously or more uh, off offensively? Uh, same thing they did last time. Fire and then drop down. Okay. So they're going to take a minus two die penalty for range then. Okay. It's better than last time. It was a minus three. Yep. These guys are closer. Okay. First shot got one, two, three hits. All right. That's one that hit. And the second shot got one, two, three, four hits. And that one is a glancing blow, but with electrical discharge weapons, that still counts. So, so one does base damage. The other one does base damage plus one. So... 10S, uh, minus 5 AP, and then uh, 9S, minus 5 AP. Yeah, he drops to the ground twitching. He probably just saved his life. <laughs> uh, someone to interrogate later. A minute. Yes, yes, you did. Yeah, I'm not going to roll for another initiative combat turn, because you guys have pretty much wrapped this up. Uh, there's the guys who are on fire, who basically kind of run around for a bit and uh, are uh, gradually burning up before they drop. The uh, cops who are helping their injured comrades who are in the uh, vehicles that have crashed and pretty much ignoring the, the horrified pleas of the burning people to assist them. <laughs> I'm going to make sure that the, uh, the troll with the minigun gets uh, suitably restrained before I drop the spells. Good call. I'm going to uh, zip down and uh, run over to check on uh, uh, Tony and Billy Joe. Yep, you guys. They get. I imagine you guys get out of your vehicle, move away. <laughs> um, I'm doing a free action to eject the magazine. Simple action to replace it, and then I'm gonna do a quick sweep of the area to make sure there are no more uh, suspects or hostiles in the area, because this is still technically a hot zone. So we okay, while, we while you're still kind there. of um, while you're still kind of getting your feet and checking on your companions, a big old Lone Star emblazoned GMC Banshee flies up. And lands in the lawn, out gets the high threat response SWAT team. Better late than never. Right. This is what you call a patrol response to active shooter. And the uh, crash cart uh, ambulance are starting to arrive. Yep. And uh, after the uh, SWAT team guys get out, one of them takes off his helmet and sort of shakes his head and his hair kind of comes out and waves the, in the sunlight. Uh, there's Sean Jackson... Walks up and approaches. I turn my head so that uh, no one can see my uh, roll of the eyes and slight grimace. <laughs> I'll just stand there with my gun on already with sort of a, oh, nice of you to join us, look on my face. Look at this mess. It's a good thing, it, it, it's, it's a good thing you responded so quickly, Officer Carol. Meaning your name tag. Good work. Thanks. It's, it's good to see that we can rely on the officers in the street. 
take care of your wounded. We'll take it from here. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, the the SWAT guys start moving up and start you know moving in to clear the building. And hey, SWAT showed up. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Just in time to get some donuts. Ten <laughs> bucks <laughs> says that uh, Super Cop over there tries to claim all credit for this one. Yep. That's all right. I recorded everything. <laughs> I'll put my steel lights <laughs> away. Put the rotor drones back in the rack. Oh no, I can't do that. I don't have a car anymore. <laughs> yeah, what the hell, man? Kind of burning. Uh, I guess we could go check out that uh, Roadmaster. Maybe I'll kick that as my new cop car. You might have to clean it out first. Yeah, we can do that. And uh, Maxwell, what are you doing? Well, after I uh, uh, have the uh, troll restrained, I was uh, planning on uh, high-fiving my uh, ex-partner and uh, sending him <laughs> back to the uh, etherealness uh, of the astral plane. So when you high-five him, does your hand go through his? <laughs> no, because he's materialized. <laughs> yep, yeah, so you pulled your car up and you're uh, sort of overseeing restraining the troll, which you kind of have to do yourself at first. Yep, yep. Yeah, he's imagining he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, once he's uh, uh, appropriately uh, restrained and cleared of weapons and whatnot, I'll uh, drop the spell. Okay, uh, everybody give me perception checks. Oh, right. Is it visual? Yes. Three Two hits. One. I'm too busy. I'm too busy trying to hold back my disdain. Hey, you just got patted on the head like a puppy. I got six hits. <laughs> I got one. Right, well, anybody got two or better uh, realizes that these uh, assailants, despite all the blood and dirt on their clothing, um, they seem to all have clothes that are like, uh, well, they all have armor jackets. Which um, look pretty just stock black, but all their their clothes and such they're all wearing like dark purple jeans and uh, kind of bright orange t-shirts under their jackets. Gang ID. Yeah, if you got gang ID, go ahead and roll it. Did you say bright orange? Bright orange t-shirts and dark purple jeans. Uh, for knowledge chess, since I'm minus two on my stun track, would I take two dice off or just roll my regular yes. dice? Okay. It's harder to think when you've been blown up in a car. Three hits on game. Yeah. I got two hits. Okay, so, um, Nina, you think you might recognize this gang as the, uh, the Golden Bengals. They're, uh, kind of a small-time gang in, uh, like, south of Dallas, across the ring. For basic drug, drug running, um... And, you know, they're they're pretty small-time. They're known to, like, have, like, pistols and the occasional submachine gun. But um, this kind of hardware? That's weird. And then, yeah, then, um, Maxwell, as you're um, restraining this troll, you do indeed encounter that. Yes, he's uh, he's got what looks like a brand-new, just stock, out-of-the-bag uh, black armor jacket. And he's wearing a gyro-mount harness, onto which is mounted a, um, a Vindicator minigun. With the 200-round oh. belt of explosive ammo. Wow, that's going to the uh, trunk. Uh, Ouch. That could have hurt a lot. So, we want to pick up that Vindicator minigun, and that uh, orc that I splattered up by the pillars, he had like a big machine gun too, correct? Yep, he had a uh, Crime Wave uh, orc-modified light machine gun. We're going to grab that, uh, put it in the back of the Air's Roadmaster, 
and I'm going to commandeer the Roadmaster because I don't have any wheels anymore. Now, most of the rest of the uh, assailants had AK-98s uh, loaded with explosive ammo and high-explosive grenade launchers. There is, um, there is a case inside the Roadmaster with five uh, Air S technology strikers, each loaded with uh, high-explosive uh, missiles. Rockets, I should say. Question is, what the heck were they coming after when they needed need all this firepower? Yeah, yeah. that's uh, some serious heavy weapons. Well, I'm going to mention that best to uh, to document it all as I uh, load the uh, the orc into the back of the squad car and uh, you know uh, put the uh, the weapons you know safely locked away and uh, you know do the various evidence collection stuff that I need to do. So we're at the crime scene processing part of this. Okay, yeah. put up the tape, secure the scene. I'm going to make oh. mention to, you know, just among us, maybe out of range, earshot of SWAT right now, that, you know, of who I think these guys are. The Golden Bengals, they're small time. What the frag are they doing with this kind of hardware? And what the frag were they even doing here? Did they even get inside? Well, we don't Was hear any shooting from the inside of the building, so I'm guessing no. I mean, this oh. is a pretty high-profile target. I mean... I can't imagine what they would have been doing here other than trying to distract us from something else. Oh, the, um... The question. The, uh, guy who had been shooting at the car, uh, before, he was taken down by a, a, a grenade. Um, he had an FNP-93 Praetor submachine gun. Ooh, that kicks it up in, uh, corporate court territory, doesn't it? Yeah, generally speaking. I mean, it's not just corporate court that owns them, but they're supposed to be that way. Correct me if I'm wrong, but just even uh, having one of your possession is considered a crime unless you're a duly deputized or whatever member of the corporate court. We are riding uh, around in a roadmaster with a troll with a minigun. Uh, that's probably not the, one of your main considerations. Good point. Well, well, this I'm, place just I'm just a grunt, so I'm just going to work on crowd control, putting everything up. I'll leave the investigating to the investigative boys. Let me know if something else needs to be shot. Yeah, there's, a couple, there's a couple crash cart medics that approach um, that approach uh, Tony and uh, Billy Joe. Yeah, I could use a little loving. Uh, what was, I was like, I forgot what we did. What weapons that we were picking up? All I got was a vindicator minigun, 200 round belt feed with explosive ammo, and there was five crates of some kind of missile or something. Technology striker. No, there was a crate with five S technology strikers. They're kind of uh, one-shot missile launchers. Think modern, think Shadowrun version of uh, the modern uh, law rockets. Fire, you know, one tube, one rocket, fire, forget, toss the tube. Yeah. Oh, there's an empty one as well near the van. Uh, what was the gun that that orc had? The big machine gun? Oh, that was a crime wave. Crime spelled with a K. I'm going to take a deep breath, uh, brace myself, and uh, check on the astral uh, to make sure there aren't any uh, um, astral signatures or anything we might be missing here as we're uh, checking over the crime scene. All right, give me a perception and then a sensing test. Four on perception, three on a sensing. All right, well, yeah, when you uh, pop in, you, you see that there uh, looks like there's a couple familiar astral forms. They're... Uh, Lone Star um, Astral Security police officers. They pretty much work out of the office, but then project when needed. Um, each one of them has a couple of uh, fairly powerful spirits 
that they've called up that are keeping an eye on the area. They notice you go astral and kind of give you a wave. Um, other than that, there's definitely the tang of recent violence and death here. Particularly strong over by the other cop cars, and of course the mess that's been made of a number of gangers. You don't pick up anything besides that, though. Okay. Well, after a friendly nod to the uh, the astral uh, folk, I'll head back to the physical plane. Did you say there was another kind of fancy rifle that one of them had? There's a Praetor. Uh, yeah, it's a submachine gun. What is it called? Praetor? P-R-A-E-T-O-R, I think. Yeah, so, um... Billy Joe, you're patched up for three boxes of your damage, stun damage. And, uh, Nick, are you letting them work on you, too? Absolutely. Alright, they don't do quite as well on you. Uh, you heal up one box of stun. Did they hook me up, Billy Joe? Yeah, they got you for three. Awesome sauce, thank you. Yeah, and so, yeah, again, now the media's starting to show up, the crash carts are there, they're, they've been, uh, working on some of the more severely wounded cops and loading up some. There's a few of them are being covered by white, uh, sheets as they're getting loaded up. For what it's worth, I'm not going to make a big show of this, but I'm going to utilize my sneaking skill to stay out of uh, visual range of the media. All right, give me a sneaking test. Real quick, while she's doing that, any civilians get caught in this mess? It doesn't look like it, at least not outside. Five hits. And I'm not, like, sneaking and stuff. I'm, like, putting, you know, objects in between me and obvious cameras and keeping my head turned from the right angles and that kind of stuff. Yep, you're pretty sneaky about being sneaky. <laughs> Fire off a quick text. What's the matter? Don't you want to be on the 11 o'clock news? <laughs> you get the graphical equivalent of a thumbs up, but it's not a thumb. <laughs> nice. Uh, I suppose I could get the uh, fire extinguisher out of the trunk of what's left in my car and start uh, trying to put out some fires. Yeah. yeah the, the, with that said, yeah, the fire department is showing up. Uh, a bunch of other cops are showing up. And this is just, there's all kinds of flashing lights around here. Now we get to wait for IA to show up. I guess I will uh, hook in with uh, with my heal spell on uh, any uh, officers that are still wounded and need uh, assistance. All right, uh, give me about four drain tests, uh, drain value two. I gotta gotta get on my comm and call my uh, lieutenant. Hey Tony. Yeah, Billy. Uh, some bad guy shot up the car again, so uh, we're gonna. Need to do some paperwork. I'm glad you were here to witness this. Because I know the oh. captain's not going to be happy. Well, it's in the line of duty. Remember, you were pre-authorized to use maximum force in this situation with officers down. So that's, <laughs> that'll be cleared. Hey, LT, do you think we could uh, requisition that uh, Aries Roadmaster right there to get back to the precinct, start the paperwork, maybe get my drones back and all these confiscated weapons? The correct word is confiscate, Billy. Requisition is ah. something Lone Star owns that you want to use. If it's something that the perps had, you're confiscating it. Yes, yes, that's it, exactly. Thanks, LT. Confiscate whatever gear you think uh, we should. About the Go time right you ahead. get an alert, and then another one, and then two more. Those are uh, uh, high security uh, alerts at. Uh, four different locations, one of which is the the Dallas Art Museum. Another one is a bank. Oh, what was the name of that place? Well, it's a bank that's not too terribly far. It's in downtown Dallas. First, third bank? <laughs> First, third bank? Lone Star Savings and Loan. Bank of CAS. 
There you go. Sure, it's called the, the first third bank of CAS. <laughs> nice. Is that on third? <laughs> no, it's on fifth. <laughs> so, um, can Tony grab some stim patches from these med techs? Requisition, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, with all the healing spells going out, maybe they could take care of some of the stun before we leave. Well, that's what they were doing. They did first aid. Yeah, but then I specifically heard a magical type like person offering up healing spells. You so, need some healing? Uh, yes, please. Uh, real quick, Cliff. While all this is going on, the cop, the other road units are showing up. I'm sure they're throwing up more tape barriers, telling the press to get back, all that fun jazz. I'm going to start scanning the crowd. Does anybody in there maybe look like they're taking a special interest in this? Maybe a little uh. too much? Go ahead and give me a perception test. Actually, I got four. Okay, yeah, you don't really see anybody who stands out as uh, having a suspicious level of interest. It's hard to tell because there is a lot of interest here. Give me a judge intentions roll. Ah. One, two, three. Yep, you, you see that uh, one person who is particularly staring at you is uh, one of the police officers who was on the scene when you got there. He's got a bandage around his arm, his left arm. He's kind of like sitting at the curb. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Tony, give me a, um, uh, let's see, etiquette or negotiation roll to uh, try to get some stim patches. You said etiquette or... Yeah, etiquette or, I think negotiation is probably more appropriate, but you can use etiquette if you want. Uh, I was actually just going to take him and use Intimidation. Give me those. Okay, roll your Intimidation then. <laughs> uh, six hits. Yeah, he says, well, you need to sign a form for... Never mind. <laughs> yeah, so the locations that pop up that are being hit are... Sorry, three ones. There's the Dallas Museum of Art. There's the first, third uh, bank of the CAS. And actually, it doesn't look like Dallas has numbered streets in the downtown area. I was going to say it's on 5th just for the fun of it, but it's, uh... Well, a lot can change, so... Yeah. Yeah, we'll say it's on 5th, just because it's fun. Let's see, I already said the art museum and the bank. What was the other one? I should have time to write this stuff down better. Uh, the blah blah location for future reference to create later. So I put three markers on the map. If you refresh it, you can see them. That's where the other, uh... The other alerts are coming up. We've got a simultaneous assault on multiple locations. Those are gangs who should not be packing this much firepower. Hmm. Yeah, we see the uh, the SWAT team guys start rushing out of the Capitol building and start heading towards their banshee. Interesting. Should we head to one of these places? Uh, so, LT, or are we stand here? Well, what is the what's the call that went out? Is it all available units to all three of these places at once, or has anybody back at HQ actually like dispatching? Yeah. Uh, you haven't gotten direct dispatches yet. This is just the initial alert. Okay. So we're getting a second one. Okay. And uh, yeah, before long, you start getting uh, queries popping up in your com link, uh, whether or not you're ready for action or not. I'm good to go. Was it a troll or an orc with a minigun? Because I've got him in the back of my car. 
The troll has the, had the minigun. Alright, I've got him loaded in the back of my car. Okay, that pretty much takes up the back of your car. Did you by chance put those uh, handcuff gizmos on him? Yeah, I said I, I restrained him before I released the spell on him. Ah, perfect. Yeah, and he's uh, still unconscious. Yeah, so here's kind of the quandary. Normally with a bunch of officers here, they would keep who's ever on scene on scene to secure it as many as they can. I don't know. That's become the question. Do we, you know, Unless we get a uh, direct order to take off, are we just to keep securing the scene? I, I'd imagine so, unless we get told to go do something else. I'm going to let dispatch know that I've got a, uh, a prisoner uh, in custody and uh, let them know that I'm, uh, I'm available if necessary. Otherwise, I'm going to be taking him back for processing. Yeah, same here. And uh, I'm going to be heading back for uh, processing. Anybody need to ride back to the, uh, what do we call the base? HQ. HQ. Anybody need to ride back to HQ? HQ, Central Station, take your pick. I gotta uh, drop off this troll. No, I'm taking this Roadmaster right here. I'm uh, not commandeering, uh, uh, confiscating it. Yeah, well, if any of the officers here need a ride, I'll let them uh, pile in and uh, head back to uh, drop off the troll at the uh, holding tank of whatever kind we've got. Alright, what? how are you responding, Tony? I think he said something about having an issue. He can't hear anything. Boo. Hello? Oh, can you hear us? I heard you. Can you hear us? Yes. All right. Hey. Yay. Okay, so I guess uh, everybody gotten a call or, or a uh, ping in their comlinks requesting their uh, ready status. I don't know, partner. You ready to rock and roll again? Sure thing. Let's go. All right, call our unit back in our back in service. Oh, I just say Billy and I are ready. Okay. All right, so you're ordered to report to the uh, uh, jewelry store, Kellerman's Fine Jewelry. Nature of the call. Is this another one of those places? Be, it's uh, fight in progress. Yeah, there are uh, two other police cars that are also being assigned to there, and there is a. Uh, high threat response van en route that was on the way to that was previously on the way to uh, the Capitol building from Fort Worth, but they're being re, you know they're too late for the party, so they're being rerouted. Like I'm driving again. I'm going to yell to some of the officers that are still here to restrain these two gentlemen that were taken down by stun damage. I'm yeah, we can jump into the Roadmaster and see if it's. Uh, set up for to be rigged, or if I can, okay. you know, plug into it. Yeah, we can easily tell some of the other uniforms take custody of these prisoners, especially since there's a lot more of them than us. So, have we been given a particular place to respond to yet? Yes. Yeah, the jewelry yeah. store. Can we put one? Uh, we're gonna t Billy. We're gonna take uh, the vehicle. Um, is there room in the vehicle to bring one of the prisoners we can interrogate on the way? Oh yeah, uh, Roadmaster. There's a lot of room in it. So we're gonna. I want to load up the Roadmaster. Billy's gonna get the Roadmaster ready. I'm sure there's some damage in it. 
Um, and we're going to take one of the conscious prisoners. And we also killed a couple of these people, right? Uh, quite a few. Yeah. All right, I want one of the corpses on the Roadmaster as well. Okay. So the guy can see his dead buddy. Ooh, ooh, pick a headless guy. No, <laughs> I want one that might have been, that he didn't see die. Okay, so one of the last ones to go down. Yeah. Probably the one who lobbed the, uh, probably, probably one of the ones who lobbed the grenade at the car that you're in. Right, we get some or of the... That we're in. Yep, get some of the officers to put them on and restrain them, tie them thing, and then when Billy's got everything ready, we're going to go. And hey, we can load up with officers too that want to go. All right. Probably not everyone's going to go because they're going to need to secure this. This is still a crime scene. Yeah, it looks like uh, more and more of the officers from the local precinct are arriving and securing the scene. Right. Yep, and uh, uh, Carlton, your, your character is ordered to uh, just, you know, Respond to that scene. You can keep the suspect in, you know, if the suspect is well restrained, keep the suspect in the uh, in the vehicle. If uh, you need a, if you need to uh, have him dropped off, then you can take a different car and uh, mm-hmm. leave him there under guard. But they leave, they leave it up to your discretion. Back in my cars, go to places any. Okay. Uh, so we start uh, rolling towards the jewelry store. Is it just Billy and me? No, I'm going as well. We're headed out too. All right, let's roll. All right, so who's taking what vehicles? Uh, Cliff was uh, Nina and I's cruiser. Was it damaged or is it relatively untouched? Sorry, whose cruiser? Ours. Uh, Ours. Oh yeah, there's some cosmetic damage where some bolts from suppressive fire, you know, took out your uh, side mirror and a couple things. But for the most part, it's uh, you know, there's no real damage. Enough for me. The LT and I will be rolling up in that Roadmaster, and I'll get right behind uh, Dan Garrett and Nina's car. So yeah, you might want to contact Central and let them know that you've commandeered that vehicle so someone doesn't actually take oh. a shot at you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Already already, already doing that. Oh, we uh, we just take somebody's extra set of lights, the little portable <laughs> ones, and put them on, and whatever the RFID thing we have to do, Billy will take care of that. All right, so Billy, give me a police procedures roll. Okay. Oh, and you do notice that this vehicle is rigged. Roadmasters typically come nice. stock, come rigged stock. Yeah, and Let's I never see. shot that big gun on top, so, you know, Tony could get up there and just rain down hellfire. <laughs> now, don't we spo- aren't we supposed to have police procedures? Yep. Yeah, yeah, one point in it. Yeah, I um, Another thing I forgot to put. So I'm going to pencil that in for one point, and I will have that roll be, on my dice. That should be a professional skill, which is what, it, uh, intuition? That would be based off your intuition. Okay. But we are so talking procedures, so there's not really much intuitive about procedures. I got to right. hit. Go with it. Okay, yep. So you, you, you remember the right form to call up in your comm link and submit, include all the relevant data and... Uh, Looks like uh, Tony's taking care of the portable light system for you. This probably doesn't have the nice red uh, and uh, stars, uh, cross star paint job on it, though. Yeah, no, definitely not. Leaves room for orange. Looks like it's an old, somewhat run-down, but well-maintained uh, delivery van. Probably at least 8 to 10 years old. Cool. I'm jumping in. And 
Ride, riding. All right. Uh, so, Max, are you going to be in the front of the convoy or in the back? Um, I guess the back. I'm telling my pilot program to follow that car. All right. Your pilot program follows. Get your lights on. You're heading out to that location. Yep. All right. When you, uh, so I guess you take North Griffin Street up to the 366, get on the highway, uh, turn onto the, uh, 335 East and, uh, exit off the Continental, start pulling off towards Dragon Street. About how long will it take us to get there? Uh, maybe five minutes. So, I need to get there uh, faster than that. Can I make my roll for, uh, back alley shortcuts? Sure. Yeah, I'll let that apply for everyone. Okay. Rather, if you just try to drive your vehicle off and get as far as you can, then you'll get ahead of everybody, but using your knowledge of shortcuts. Well, if he's about to take uh, some shortcuts and everything, why don't you just uh, send everybody a message? Hey, follow hey. me. I can get a better route. And I was like, okay, I'll pull him behind yeah. you. Oh, you guys yep. follow me. And I got one, two, three, four. I got five hits. First for me. All right, so everybody make a driving test. Six hits. I got the same. I'm right on your. I'm right on your bumper, boss. Oh, and Carlton will say, given your penchant for letting your autopilot do the driving, we'll see. You've got a rating six auto soft on that thing for maneuvering. So six days. Uh, seven. That's three hits. Okay. Yep. It's keeping up pretty well. You, you take some rougher service roads that go past the railroads, and you're able to get there uh, in more like three minutes. Yeah, I just barely passed the automotive portion of the academy's uh, training. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I'd have been on my partner drive, but... Yep, so as you're pulling up on uh, uh, Dragon Street, you see there's a... Uh, you kind of around the corner. You see there's a large black plume of smoke up ahead. Oh, that's a good sign. As you round the corner, you see essentially a gutted, blown-out SWAT van belching forth smoke into the sky. Oh my. And bits and pieces <laughs> of SWAT officers surrounding the uh, vehicle. Um, I'd suggest pulling up short, going in on foot. Yeah. Because this, because we're just, with these flashing lights, I'm killing the lights because we're just now huge targets. But yeah. hey, wait a minute, you guys yep. in the uh, Roadmaster, you don't scream cop. We'll we'll do with the light on the Up top ahead a little, little ways, you see another, uh, fr from the other way around, you see from across street, a cop car kind of pull up and turn around uh, with its lights going, and it takes a massive burst of gunfire from from the uh, nearby building and kind of jerks and pulls over to the side and stops. I'm pointing my uh, my autopilot at a uh, an alley and uh, telling it to park there. And then I'm going to go Astral. Okay, hey, LT. Send in the drones. Can you uh, run this machine gun that's on the turret on top of this thing? Oh, because this is a machine gun? truck. Yeah, uh, yeah there's, a, there's a turret with a uh, machine gun on top. You have we gunnery? Can, we can roll up. Yes, I have gunnery. Sweet. So we can roll up. They might think, well, if they recognize the vehicle, they'll think it's their buddies from that were on the other job. And uh, I can open up the back. The steel links can open up on them. You can open up on them with that. And I can pick up that crime wave and open up on them. Three big machine guns blasting. That's a lot of fire right there. Want me to try to uh, maybe circle around the building? Maybe try to get in the back or something? I'm going to scatter that astral and uh, maybe stick is. the spirit on something. 
We got to know what we're dealing with before we go in. Yeah. Well, first let's pull that light off the top, and we'll keep rolling. Um, I don't know. Are we, are we communicating by comms among us? Yes. Yeah. All right. What if you guys had just, you know, go past in your Roadmaster? They, you know, maybe not, you know, shoot at them right away just to get a look without being shot at right away. There's a machine gun on top of this Roadmaster? Yes. Is that common civilian vehicle equipment? Um, no. 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 <laughs> not even in Texas. <laughs> Billy, could your drones have followed us so they can go ahead? My drones are in the back. I open the door and push them out. Okay, the uh, two rotor drones will take off up in the air. All right. I also have a Horizon Flying Eye and a Cyberspace Designs Dragonfly. Go ahead and use those if there's any spots you think they might be useful to look in with. Okay. Uh, put the, uh, I'll direct the two rotor drones to the front of the building. Uh, one on the, I guess set is the north west corner, one on the southwest corner, and then the fly spy and the dragonfly can go to the north east corner and the southeast corner. So we got all four corners of the building covered with eyes. Do we have any officers on the scene who can advise us? Um, there is another cop car besides your own that is kind of following along and kind of has pulled up behind where you guys have stopped. Um, they seem to be kind of sitting in the car waiting. But if you, uh, if you, uh, you know, greet them or call them forth, they'll, they'll probably get out of their vehicles. They look more like followers, though. They look like they responded like we did, right? Yeah. You're not sure, but they might have been at the Capitol building. They might have been some of the latecomers to that party. Cliff, but do it, I get parked? Oh, yep, you're parked. I'm going to switch Astro and go take a quick look-see over there. All right, so you're flying to the jewelry store? Yep. Okay, uh, give me a perception check, and how are you approaching? you just going to zip up and zip through the place, or are you going to approach more slowly and cautiously, or something I'm else? I'm zipping up quick down the road, checking for astral signatures first. If I don't see any, then I'm going to move in close. If I do spot any, I'll slow down and, uh, and be more careful about it, basically. Okay, yeah, give me a perception check. Four hits. All right. Uh, yep. You see, looks like there's a well, a recent, very some a large amount of recent death in the middle of the street, and there are some um, living people up on the ceiling, or no, sorry, up on the roof of this uh, kind of large shaped building. It's about a, but it's about one and a half stories tall. It's a freestanding building that's a jewelry store, uh, one of the higher-end boutique places. And you said there are people on the roof? Yeah, you count two people on the roof. Uh, Clifton, I'm going yeah. to... those The two cops in the car that followed us, or another responder, I'm actually going to, like, open the back of the van signal to them um, and then hopefully get I suppose there's some standard protocol for getting the comm links with them or whatever and I'm going to tell them to secure the area and kind of get to make sure civilians 
uh, aren't entering because I have Correct. a feeling it's going to get very uh, hot here. You're basically telling them to establish a perimeter, keep everybody back. Yes. Okay, they do that. They, they they get to work on that. They sort of pull the car away and, you know, park in the intersection and get out their orange reflective vests. And I'd like to sense the people on the roof if I could. Okay, make a roll. Two hits. Okay, uh, looks like they are, uh, they're in a really, really good mood. They're all excited and happy, feeling like they're having a good time, like they're moving up in the world. They're both human, uh, mundane. And uh, you think they might be hopped up on something. Okay, I'm going to uh, tell my spirit to... Uh, um, okay, buddy, take these cop killers out. And then I'm going to uh, head down into the building. Okay, uh, roll initiative then. Should we all do that? Um, uh, probably not. Okay. He's not communicating back to you guys. He doesn't really have a way to do that. I got 18 yeah. for... Uh, my spirit. And 17 for me. Okay, yep, so your spirit manifests, and uh, one of the guys says, Holy frag! The other one is like, huh? Surprise! So yeah, an 18 your spirit manifests, and 17 you go. Yep, I'm heading down into the building. I want to make a uh, fast uh, survey of any of the uh, of the openings onto the uh, onto the street. Basically, I want to check for snipers or rocket launchers, that kind of thing, or you know, people that look like they might be in a position to spot people. Basically. Okay. Um, give me a, another perception check. Uh, it's a bit above and beyond a normal observing detail will cause the complex action. Uh, looks like there are two main entrance or exits, each of which have a couple of guys really close to them. Um, one of them, out of the four, is an orc. Another one's a human. Or I should have to make a sensing test for that. Um, sorry. And there's, um, looks like there's about two dozen people total in the building. There's wildly different auras between them. As far you as said the there were, there were are a couple off. of people with uh, views out there, uh, like they could be lookouts or yep, snipers. Yep. Yeah, yeah, covering each exit. Okay, I'll be heading back to uh, where our uh, merry band of uh, troopers are after that. Okay. Uh, all right, then on 12, one of the dudes on the roof goes. He's shooting your spirit. Make a defense test for your spirit. Or not, I should have said first... Uh, any penalties? Yeah. Nope. Nope. No penalties for this. Four hits. Yep. Your spirit manages to duck out of the way of the attack. Then uh, second pass, your spirit goes. What's he doing? Well, um, just a, a question. What are the rules for knocking somebody off of a building? Just curious here. Don't let him come up with that stuff. Um, I suppose. <laughs> uh, I'm not really sure. I take the unarmed combat opposed test. Yeah, I was thinking uh, the uh, subdue rules and thinking, you know, subdue and then move, but I don't know. If you're just trying to knock somebody off the building, I would say unarmed test uh, for knock, you know, for knockdown and um, something to do with net hits being distance moved. So for now, I'll just make something up. So we'll, we'll call it unarmed combat. I'll say this guy's about three meters from the edge. 
filled with righteous indignation at the uh, their flagrant uh, uh, abuse of authority here uh, by killing all of uh, our brother officers. My spirit got a whopping seven hits on uh, unarmed combat to throw this person off the building. Nice. Okay, so yeah, the spirit sort of just hits the guy and sends him flying, and he goes flying over the edge of the building. Cause of death, deceleration trauma, asphalt poison. <laughs> Uh, and you, you guys who who are about you know a couple blocks away hear a explosion from the uh, up near the jewelry store. What the hell? I think you'll find that that was a suicide. <laughs> All right, then uh, you get to go, Maxwell. Yep, I'm heading back to uh, our uh, our group, and I want to uh, manifest. Um. I'm uh, in the uh, the truck that our uh, our le- illustrious leader was in. Okay. Yep. You manifest in front of Tony. There are uh, two guards uh, at the uh, the front. Uh, a couple of dozen people in the building. Uh, two people on the roof, and uh, Sam's taking care of them. I repeat back what he said aloud so that everybody on the network can hear it. Hostages? Question mark. Hostages. Like I said, a couple dozen people in the building. Make another defense test for your spirit at minus six dice. Uh, no positive confirmation on the hostages, everyone. Two hits resisting. All right, and it was for six, right? Yep. Okay, yep. So make a damage resistance test, AP minus three. So 12 armor gets knocked down to nine armor. Yep. And then you have four auto hits. 11 total hits. Okay, your spirit takes two boxes of damage. Alright, I guess everybody can roll initiative now, if you want. Alright, everybody got your initiative in? Alright, Billy Joe, you're first again. Let's see. Uh, So, didn't we decide that we're going to roll this Roadmaster up just past the building so we can get a drive-by and look inside? Yeah. And that's what I'll do. I'll drive just past it and stop at the corner. I'd recommend if there's any way to maybe drop me and Nina around the back. It's almost got like an invisibility spell to at least get us up to a back door unseen you know, when the time comes. I don't know, unless anybody else has a better suggestion. I like that. And then if you guys managed a uh, distraction up front. We can, pet, we can uh, make entry in the back and try to work our way forward. I think Billy should send the fly spies and inside to see what's in there. That's a good idea. Yeah. I'm fine with that. They go next, though. All right. So are you just spending your complex action to drive, or are you doing something else? Uh, drive and perceive, uh, you know, take a real good look as we roll by the front. Okay. Give me a per, um, perception test. Okay. Whoa. One, two, three, four, five... Six hits. Okay. Well, there is, in the front of the building, there is a massively burning pile of something, probably a corpse, in the parking lot. Looks like pretty recent and just burning rather rapidly. There's also a ghostly police officer on the roof somewhere and a guy up there. Uh, And then the building itself, again, it's about one and a half stories tall normally, so it's not like huge big building. Tall-wise, but it's a it's kind of a large, classy, standalone jewelry shop. 
kind of place most people might go to buy an engagement ring if they have lots of money. Okay. So the front doors are not open? I can't see inside? No, front doors are closed and they're currently tinted. Got it. So whoever's inside can probably see outside just fine, but you can't see in. All right, next is uh, your Spirit of Man. Next up at bat, five hits to uh, bull rush this guy off the uh, edge of the uh, roof. All right, he knocks him back a bit, but doesn't knock him off the roof. He's kind of at the edge now. Ah, maybe next time. Next, the rotor drones go. They haven't been given orders other than to observe, so they're in position observing. Then uh, Mm -hmm. Maxwell? No, I skipped Dan. What are you doing? Uh, Rob? Yeah, sorry. You're Dan. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I was uh, thinking about what I could possibly... All right, so is there any way that... uh... Anybody can give uh, Nina and I a invisibility kick to let us get around the back. Sure. Okay. And because what I'm thinking, this is kind of the proto idea I was thinking about with Cliff uh, to get my attention. Continue on driving. Try to make a half circuit to get us around the back. And while we're doing that, if someone could hit Nina and I with a invisibility spell. We could just do kind of a quick hop out move around back and sort of hold there until we get a word of, hey, we got position on these guys, and then if necessary, we can make entrance. Anybody have a better idea, or does anybody have a better plan? I need to get back to my body and be able to see you to cast the spell. Okay. You mean going back the way we came and coming back around, right? As far as yeah, either. Yeah, either way. We'll still have to park a ways away and hoof it. That's fine. I mean, what's this area uh, neighborhood like? Are there other buildings, alleyways? Is this more like a business district, or is this more of a resident residential type deal? What are uh, we looking at in terms pretty, of cover? It's kind of a classy shopping district. Okay, so we're so talking there's, like uh, mainly strip malls. Yep, and uh, so some is, restaurants. Okay, so is this a strip mall, one giant building, or we're we talking like a cluster of smaller buildings? This building itself is its own freestanding building. There's other What's strip the, malls and such around the area, but... Okay. What's the next closest building to the uh, door store? About how far away? I'm not far. Just uh, essentially uh, about five me- five or six meters away, there's uh, the back side of a strip mall. Okay, so we could get around back, move in between the buildings, and come in that way. So, um, for all intents and purposes, then... I'll hold my action for now. Okay, uh, Max, what are you doing? I'm returning to my body and uh, getting back into the physical world. And then I guess uh, a free action... Oh, no, I don't even need to open a window to cast invisibility out of it. So I will... I'm done. Okay. Nina? I'm going to sit tight. All right, Tony? I'm going to report to dispatch. I'm going to... Describe the situation to them, uh, and that is a that the SWAT team has been taken out of action. Looks like a possible hostage situation. The perpetrators are localized in the building. Blah 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 blah, and uh, presumably they'll do things like reroute everybody and grid guide around this place and away from here and shut the area down so we don't have to deal with too many entering civilians. Okay, sounds good. You can take an edge back for that. That's a pretty cool idea. All right, next is... That was, 
totally pointless because I haven't spent any edge yet. <laughs> <laughs> Not my problem. That's why you uh, always use one point of edge as soon as possible. <laughs> well, that's what guys. that rule is for. Alright, and the bad guys get to go. Well, this guy's gonna... Um, he's gonna keep shooting at the spirit that's up there with him. Die, you fragging cob! Die! Um, he's gonna fire off a six-round burst. So, spirit make a defense test at minus, uh, five. Three hits to resist. Alright, so make a damage resistance roll with AP minus three. Yeah, and the rest of you definitely hear gunfire coming from the roof of the building. Seven hits. Alright, so your spirit takes six more boxes of damage. Ouch. So much for that third pass action. But, uh, second pass, uh, Billy, what are you doing? Keep wanting to say Billy the Kid. For a uh, simple, can I command the two rotor drones to uh, tase the bad guys up on the roof? Sure. And that's what I will do. And uh, I will fire up the uh, steel links and have it walk out the back. So what do you order your steel links to do? Or are you jumping into it? Uh, I will end up jumping into it. Here's a so, crazy... That's a, another simple, so I guess I'm done. All right, then uh, the rotor drones go. They're going to take their shots, make two attack rolls. Okay, so this would be short distance, right? Uh, I'm going to say you're probably keeping your distance, so you're not going to be within five meters of this guy. Yeah, they can right. They can fly down to within five meters of the guy if they want. No, no, they're, they're good right there. So you're probably going to be at long range again, minus three dice. Okay. Uh, well, there's only one guy left, right? Yes. Unless you count the ghostly no, uh, police officer who's got a, uh, a can of soda in one hand. They, they will close in on him to get that guy pool a little bit bigger. Okay. How close? Five feet's good. Okay. Yep. So they kind of drop down and get close to him and then fire off their taser darts. So the first one got one, two, three, four hits. And the second one got one, two, three hits. All right, so what's the base damage? Uh, 9S minus 5 AP electrical. Or, yeah. All right, he, he drops in a heap on the roof twitching. And uh, Dan, what are you doing? Uh, there's also the, uh, the two micro drones, the fly spry and the dragonfly. I almost say send them in. They don't have guns. They currently have orders just to kind of hang out and observe well, outside. Actually, here's yeah. what I'm thinking. They could go, uh, we could say forget the invisibility spell, send them ahead, and maybe Nina and I could just, you know, stealthily try to approach through the back way. You know, send them in front of us to, you know, sort of uh, act as point so that, you know, they can find any trouble before we do and alert us. Is there any open doors or open windows that these two microdrones can get through? Uh, no. So they would have to go through, like, uh, the ventilation shaft or something. You might, with enough searching, you might find some ventilation-type entrance. Because unless Ian and I want to go run up to the back and, you know, try to and expose ourselves to fire, because we don't know what, what's in the back, if they have spotters or they've got someone set up in a sniper position back there. You know, we could get pinned down or, or ambushed quite easily. Is the roof clear? 
Can you grapple gun and climb up to the roof without yep. being shot at? The roof is clear now. Uh, Cliff, I'm going to expound upon where I saw the uh, the folks uh, uh, who had the view of the uh, of the outside. Okay, okay, yeah. So there were there were two on each entrance, the front and back entrance. Two guys pretty close watching. Another twenty or so people inside. You didn't stick around long enough to really sense who was who, but you got the sense that there were probably a uh, number of civilians in there, as well as people who are not friendlies. Based on what Maxwell has told us, is there a way for Nina to climb up on the roof without being noticed and shot at? It might be tricky, but she is pretty sneaky. I say go for it. It would take someone who's good at being sneaky, I'll put it that way. Could I uh, assist her by going astrally and then coming out to manifest to, uh, you know, kind of give tips along the way? Um, if anything, that might detract from her ability to sneak, because then you'd be a ghostly form appearing. Okay. Uh, I was thinking along the lines of, you know, uh, zip up uh, astral only through the building, and then, you know, looking over the top of the roof, manifesting, you know, using hand gestures. But, uh, oh. yeah, it seems Fair enough, but, I mean, there's, there's, yeah. there's lots of windows. We should probably practice that sometime in the future. <laughs> yeah. Are we quick talking about me doing something to the people on the outside or actually finding a way inside? Because I can't see me doing anything to the people on the outside from up there. But there's a way from the roof into the interior. So if you get up there and unseen. Right. Then you're breaching the building from a place they don't know. That's, yeah, okay. That's what I was thinking we were doing. My biggest concern is getting to the actual building itself. You know, we could, Nina could come down, use their grapple gun, and come down from the top, while me and someone else maybe can come in from the bottom. That's not a problem. It's getting into position either without being seen or without taking any return fire. That's kind of the problem we potentially have right here, since we have no idea of what's waiting us. There could be someone in one of those windows looking out down the one choke point, which is the alleyway or the approach vectors, and they could just be waiting with a rocket or a grenade just for someone to stick their head out. Right. Right, and this is why we can approach it in phases. If Nina could get on the roof unseen and she could breach, then she may be able to take out, say, the two guys in front. Then we can drive up in front and approach that way. I mean, if I have a distraction, I'm confident that I could get up to a side of the building and get into a position in between windows of some sort and uh, make my way up from there. So we need to find out targets, because we can just move the van and shoot them from a few blocks away. But I want to pick targets that I know are likely to be targets. I don't want to hit civilians. Yeah, we don't know how crazy these guys are going to be. Anyone ever remember uh, a certain movie where they uh, taped guns into the hostages' hands? Yeah. So, Maxwell, can you t uh, you identified some of these people. Are there any that are single or alone in those rooms that are likely to be uh, some of these people? I'm guessing that the, uh, the folks I mentioned who are uh, up in spotter positions are probably uh, hostile. The, uh, the folks inside were, were a mix of people hopped up on combat drugs and uh, scared civilians. I could go back in and do a, uh, a more thorough uh, exam, but I figured I, you guys would want uh, information quick. All right, so I'm going to say your vehicle kind of pulls around. You guys are discussing this. We'll, we'll call it out of initiative at this point, because nobody's fighting. Okay. I'd uh, say 
you should just take the time to go look. I mean, there wasn't, you didn't notice any other astral anything in there, right? And, uh, and uh, Billy Joe, what are you doing with your vehicle while they're chatting? I'm staying parked out of line of sight of the uh, the building, down in a parking lot for uh, one of the uh, the nearby buildings. Yeah, but what about the big roadmaster? What is it doing? I assume it's still driving it's... by. Yeah, we drive by and we're parking at the corner. Do they shoot us? <laughs> Good question. I mean, we can have well, this conversation because we're all on comlinks. Yeah, it's just the conversation does take time, though. Right, so did they shoot us? Nobody comes out of the building to shoot at you. I bet they don't have to come out. out. Yeah, the windows are tinted dark, so you can't see inside the building, you can't see what they're doing, uh, but nobody actually shoots at you. Okay, we rolled by and they didn't shoot us, so that's another option to get us reasonably close. But I don't want to do a breach unless we can reduce the amount of fire we're going to go through. The large fire that's in the parking lot is actually burning down pretty rapidly. Sam might be able to scare some of the spotters out. How so? Well, he's a scary fragger. Have you seen him? <laughs> Probably take his pants off or something. <laughs> okay, so, that, that's uh, scary, not disgusting. <laughs> uh, so, Nina, your call. What do you want to do? It depends on you. Yeah. Uh, Max just mentioned fear power. I like the fear power to at least just distract one of them. The others will take notice. I can creep up from the opposite direction and duck down an uh, alleyway on one of the sides and uh, zip up from there. So we're going to try the you going up to the roof and breaching from there as our initial plan? I'm okay with that. So Maxwell, you can do the fear distraction inside. Nina's going to go approach. The rest of us are going to be ready to respond in case she's spotted. We just go in hot and let her retreat. Like I'm playing door, man. If anyone's got something they can knock a door off its hinges, it would be great. I can play. I can do point. We've got a roadmaster. I said take the door off, not the front of the building. <laughs> but that could work too. Billy. Yes, sir. You get to say. Uh, you get to say too. We can drive this roadmaster right through the front of that building. Maxwell, is anybody in the way if we do that? Um, not as I recall, but uh, I can double-check before we go in. A thorough double astral check might be a good idea for me as well as you guys. Or, you know, I could get those little little bitty drones possibly yeah, inside and look around. Yeah, I say we do that first. Get the drones in first, and then go, for, and then go from there. Nina, can you punch out a window on an empty room? Uh, I might be able to shoot one out if it's not bulletproof, but other than that, no. Fortunately, that takes time, and while she's doing it, she's really exposed. The biggest thing we need to worry about here is speed. We've got a bit of an advantage in that, I'm guessing. We need to try to keep that as much as possible. Anything that we have to do to stop that will slow us down, uh, that's just that goes against us. You know, kind of think uh, shock and awe here. We want to go in hard, go in fast and overwhelm whoever might be in there if we decide to breach. Okay, why don't we have Maxwell go do his stuff. Nina, you start your approach, and let's go. Got it. Got it. So what's the plan here? I'm going to go check, make sure there's nothing in the way of the, uh, the Roadmaster that we care about. Um, if there is, I'll pop back and tell you guys to stop and abort. If there isn't, 
I will stick uh, Sam on one of the uh, the spotters, the one on on the back you wanted. Yeah, if they're going in with a roadmaster up front, you may as well get some of the guy in the back. Okay. And uh, anything else uh, you need me to do? Let me know what's uh, just inside this uh, entrance to the from the roof, huh? If you get a chance. Okay. Cliff, I'm going okay. to uh, go astral. Head back, uh, check out the uh, uh, the front entrance, make sure there aren't any uh, innocent civilians that might get run over. And uh, just to be uh, suspenders and belt, I'll check the, uh, the floor immediately above it to make sure if it collapses, it won't uh, kill a bunch of people. All right, give me a, um, a sensing test. One hit, and oh, so close to a glitch. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's definitely some majorly excited emotions in the room. It's hard to pick out, like, who's exalted and who's afraid, though. Does it look like a Roadmaster could get in without running over a bunch of people? Uh, possibly. The, uh, the two that are close to the door would definitely be in danger of being run over. Unless they moved first. Okay, um, let's see. I guess I will head to the back and check for a spotter. I'm willing to take a gamble on this. Alright, you head to the, the back, and the back door has a couple people near it. That are pretty close. Uh, not too many people close to them. That's about all you get out of that. Okay. Do you want to try sensing them? Sure, why not? I'm just sitting here. Four hits there. Okay, you get a pretty good sense of these guys. They are nervous, uh, but they're excited. Seems like they're having a generally good time. And uh, they're anticipating something good happening. Very good. They're going to meet Sam. All right, so what are you guys doing next? What are you guys doing next? I'm telling Sam, uh, as soon as uh, the vehicle smashes through the front of the building, I want you to uh, uh, scare the uh, the guy on the right here, and then uh, attack both of them. Okay. Uh, who's next? I thought we were just holding for intel. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Let's get the intel first see exactly what we got, try to get everyone in position, and then go. Now I'm all for the smash in the front if that's the only way in, but then we need to figure out who's going in after the smash, who's going in first, who's going in second. Yeah, it would have been nice to have gone over all this stuff before I left. <laughs> <laughs> well. Because I'm waiting for you to smash through the door here like we discussed. Well, no, that's fine. Nina, time to go. Alrighty. So, We're not going to send the drones in? Get a look around. I thought I was waiting for a distraction. There is a distraction. But Alrighty. We, we, the Maxwell hasn't come back. Okay. Hey, guys. We do a breach. This is what I'm going to suggest. Uh, Nick, does anybody here have leadership? Because I'm thinking we attempt a dynamic entry, tactical maneuver. We've all got small unit tactics, so might as well use it. Yeah, good point. I can fake leadership. <laughs> I would say crashing the vehicle through the door is a pretty dynamic entry. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> this will definitely be this will definitely be the uh, the dynamic part. Actually, that's more of the shock part of it. <laughs> that would right, be well, the door kicker. <laughs> uh, we do have those uh, those five rockets. Yeah, but we don't want to risk shooting a rocket in there if. Uh, there's a, if there's 
there might be civilians there. It might cause collateral damage, and it might endanger us too. Collateral damage says the team that's putting a roadmaster through the front of the building. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea, really. Since there could there's be collateral damage, inside. and then there's collateral damage. <laughs> right. I'm okay with it. I'm just saying. I just want to get out and position myself so where I think I can actually make it around the corner into the alleyway within, you know, a few seconds, read one pass. Okay, give me a uh, pers- uh, stealth check, I mean. Sneaking. Four hits. Okay, you're in position. I will let the group know. What are the doors like on this Roadmaster? We got side doors, and we just got back doors. There's back doors, and then there's side doors, and then there's also the driver and passenger side doors. Okay. Here's what I'm going to suggest if we're going to go with the using the Roadmaster as a battering ram. Two guys on both side doors. One on left, one on right. As soon as we smash, as soon as they smash, he's going to have to back up to allow us entry. And then the two were staging at the side. They move forward, and then we could have people with the doors quasi open in the back. They could follow up. And we can use that as kind of our stacking up at the door kind of thing. Dan, you're the only one going in. I'm going to follow right behind you. That's fine. I'm a door kicker by trade. If anybody has any magical mojo that they can toss my way to uh, make my odds a little bit better, I'm not going to say no. All right, so you're all in position, ready to go. Maxwell's expecting something. Nina's expecting something. The uh, Roadmaster's ready to pull up and smash in. And uh, I think that's a good cliffhanger to uh, call the uh, session on. Sounds good. Already getting sleepy and... uh, Plus, it's just a good, good you know, point of tension, I think. <laughs> and it gives you a chance to regroup and uh, redesign the uh, the tactics for the folks on the inside, yes? Yeah, you know, I, I had ideas for, like, what this would do, but I really kind of meant to start the campaign on, like, going into the office after this sort of stuff had gone down. But I figured ah. having getting rushed into sort of, hey, let's get a game in while we can, because I probably have to work when I wasn't supposed to have to work. Uh... This was a kind of a, just a good good chance to get you, give you guys a chance to I don't know explore the character dynamics, stretch your legs a bit, try out you know try out some of your abilities and see how they played out. Actually, I think we got a good mix. It's just that um, I think if we knew a little bit that had a, maybe a little more of a layout. I know this is kind of thrown together, and we kind of knew a little bit more of what everybody has, like gear wise, skill wise all that fun stuff, we could uh, maybe plan this just a little bit better. We were kind of hesitant, like, all right, what do we go? How are we going to do this? We started to do this, and then we kind of stopped and now we're going to do this. But, you know, I mean, we're thrown together. This is the kind of stuff that will happen with people who've never really worked together before. So this is actually playing pretty good. Yeah, that makes sense, too, for the sort of pre-task force story. You know, if you guys are the people who are on the scene who tend to actually work together pretty well if, you know, the, the results, you know, are that, you know, you guys take care of things to some degree, provided you don't get yourselves all killed in the next uh, breach. Um, well, there's always that possibility. <laughs> it would make sense for them to sort of pull you guys together for the task force after having sort of proven yourselves as, as a team that can work together. A team that can survive. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, 
sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to the Arcology Podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Arcology Podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in this podcast are the property of the respective owners. Original content of the Arcology Podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. So if you use any part of the show, please give us credit.